Welcome into an all-new edition of the Tailgate Podcast. I'm Aaron, as always, joined by Duncan and Ty. Mm. Let's talk about the Chiefs. We can talk about the Chiefs. Like this guy, I'm wearing my uh, 87 <laughs> Travis Kelsey today, the right leading receiver in the NFL. So impressive. I said before we went on air, I read that he has more combined, more receiving yards than the top two tight ends in receiving in the NFC combined. Which is just ridiculous. It's absurd. I mean, <laughs> <It's> completely <laughs> ridiculous. It's so stupid. And, and what, 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 he did, what he's doing is he does it quietly. Like, yeah. it just third down, third down, third mm-hmm. down conversion over and over again. And all of a sudden you look in halftime, I think he had like five or six catches for damn near 100 yards. And just, it's clockwork, man. Yeah. What a, what a great game for them to see, like, the Chiefs recover from. We haven't really seen, like, a mm-hmm. game where... Pat Mahomes was potentially going to cost them a game. You mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. It's first time we've ever seen that. Uh, I think only. I think it was the second three interception game he's had, and the first one was yeah. that shootout with uh, the Los Angeles Rams two years ago. Right. And I mean, there was there was definitely uh, even though there was the three interceptions, there was definitely some of those those interceptions were a good Miami defense that get their mm-hmm, hands absolutely. up and, and tips the ball and plays the tip drill really really well, and some of those were pretty fluky. So don't expect that. Obviously, no, no. no. And, That's a fantastic and with how many risky risky throws he makes, I mean, it was bound to happen at mm-hmm. some point. I mean, at some point, just you know, the other shoe drops, and that's inevitable. But to to your point, where that's just on a good defense, is Xavier Howard made one of the best picks of the year in that one handed interception yeah. in the end zone, and that's something you know, if Mahomes puts that three inches higher, that goes right over his fingertips and it's Tyree Kill's hands. So that's sure. right. it's just one of those things, but. We also – he played bad enough in the first quarter that it could have cost the Chiefs, but that's the thing is how many times now are we, are we going to say it that Jury, it's Patrick Mahomes. He can come back right. like that. Mm-hmm. Jury might still be out on this one, but I, I'm all in for Brian Flores, coach of the year. Oh, oh sure. Absolutely. Sure. 100%. Yeah. I mean, and I, I want to mention, other than a couple stinker games here and there, Tua Tagovailoa is having a hell of a rookie year. His first 300-yard game yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's up to 1,200 yards Sunday, passing, sorry. nine touchdowns, only yeah. one interception on the year. Like I said, we had the bad game against uh, the Broncos and the bad one against L.A., mm. uh, and he won one of those. Yeah, so but you're, you're going to have that from a rookie. Absolutely. But and it's not like it's outstanding talent around him either, and that's definitely right. – I mean, he, yeah, you've got Devontae Parker. You got, and, and to you – know, I'm talking about Travis Kelsey. Mike, Mike Jacecki, goodness gracious, that guy. Incredible. I feel bad for him at the game. He's probably going to be out a while after that yeah. fall, but yeah. he had a hell of a game before that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On something like that, there's a couple, like some ridiculous catches. And that yeah. was, to, to Tagovailoa's credit, one of the touchdowns to Jacecki was in triple coverage, and he thread the needle. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, just a gorgeous touchdown. Mm-hmm. The arm was talent it? and then the skippability running for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he finished with what four touchdowns in the game yeah. Yeah. overall. Yeah, insane. and that game, I mean, thirty-three to twenty-seven. The, the final score, it, the game was not as close no. as as the, the score would indicate. I mean, absolutely, the Chiefs yeah. were up thirty to ten. They had the game in when, hand but. <laughs> when the game started, and uh, they went down by seven, and then uh, Miami was starting again. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there and I was just watching the game, and I was like, "All right, Miami, if you want to win this game." You have to punch it in. Yep. And the Chiefs second they kicked right. the field goal, I was like, ah, Chiefs are coming back. And, it was, yep. and, I mean, yeah, it was an eventual thing. But it's like one of those things where it's like you cannot leave points on the board against a Patrick Mahomes and then piss him off Stem by intercepting him. <laughs> intercept well, him. You, if they're giving you the ball back, you have to extend that lead more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this was something because my, my friend who I mention, I feel like every week that he freaks out during Chiefs games. And mm-hmm. uh, he was freaking out again. And I said, how many times have we seen Patrick Mahomes – 
make up for his teammates' mistakes. Mm. Right. I mean, you know, kind of like, hey, don't worry, don't worry, buddy, I got you. I'll, I'll get, I got your back. Right. What? And I texted my friend. I was like, what the hell do you think he's going to do when he's the one that was screwing up? Right. And sure enough, you know, he came out and he balled out the rest of the game, but. He was lifted up by the mm-hmm. the, punt, the return touchdown by Michael Hardman, mm-hmm. that ridiculous uh, sideline touchdown run by Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah, and his speedsters kind of were just, hey Patrick, you take this you. one off. We got you this week. <laughs> yeah, In- incredible performance, and you know, just speaks to what we said. Like the Chiefs are like the one team that you trust, no matter what game they're in. Like even the 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 Raiders game that they lost, there was even an element of like. Mm-hmm. Like they, the Raiders just did what the Dolphins couldn't in this. Yeah, they kept scoring. They kept. You can't settle for field goals. Mm. But the Chiefs are that one elite team that you always expect to come out of those situations. Mm-hmm. There's not another team, given those situations, that we've seen them in time and time again that you would, that I would trust in this league to come back. Yeah, right. and I was very encouraged as well to see the pass rush finally started to have more effectiveness. And no, Miami's offensive line isn't anything special. Right, but. Uh, Definitely Frank, Frank Clark finally getting, that, getting to the quarterback. And, you know, obviously I don't like to see it happen to a guy like Tagovailoa given mm. the concerns. But right. um, it was very encouraging as a Chiefs fan to finally see that come across. And uh, Wharton, the, nose, the rookie nose tackle, undrafted free agent, and Mike Dana, the, I believe we took him in the fifth round yeah. out of Michigan. Yeah, Those boy. two were all over the quarterback. Yeah. Like, it was – outstanding to see that is very very encouraging for the future very exciting to see those two youngsters i mean a fifth round pick and an undrafted mm-hmm. rookie and just it, absolutely crushing it and i mean that that miami line is so young that yeah. they're gonna have mm-hmm. games like this that like they're going to write their ship obviously and be a hopefully be a better offensive line going forward mm-hmm. uh, but in the same fact the fact that you're able to generate pass rush with you know bottom tier guys for lack yeah. of a better term yeah. <laughs> outstanding yeah that's got to build confidence going into the playoffs is we all know how important pass rush is when it yep. comes to the playoffs. Oh, if, you don't have a, if you can't generate a pass rush on your opponent, good luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See ya. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the Dookie game. What's the Dookie game? Yeah, Ty, you know what the Dookie game what, was? What the Dookie game is? Uh, anybody who doesn't know, every, everyone online is saying that uh, Lamar Jackson. Had to leave the game last night to take <laughs> the longest shit in human history. <laughs> why, is, why is it the Dookie uh, game? I don't get it. <laughs> I'm being an idiot. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, fantastic game. Craziest eventual cover oh, I've man. ever seen. <laughs> like to kick a field goal and then cause a safety on, a lot, on the end play to get it. Yeah, I was. I was working in the kitchen last night, and I had to have my phone on me the entire time. And it was just like one of those things where it's like every everything that I was doing, the phone was somewhere nearby. And I was just like watching, being like, oh, my gosh. And there was like five touchdowns in the final mm-hmm. like quarter. It was, it was incredibly oh entertaining. Yeah. It was. And it, like, it ramped up, and it started out good. I mean, I – I started fading um, with my pick, being like, "Ah, the Browns got this," you know. And then like they came back, and I was like, "There's no way they don't they don't have this." And then next thing you know, you see Trace McSorley go down, and brutal looks like you know tore his ACL. And that, yeah, because yeah. I yeah I texted that in the yeah. group chat. That looks like a torn ACL to me. Yeah, it, it was gross. <clears throat> and then you just you see you know him come trotting out of the locker room, and you're like, "There, there it is. He's there he's back." Comes. 
Um, game. I also Sup- think, yeah, Superman. Yeah. I also think not only was it cramping, I do think that it also was because he was exhausted after last week's game. So I do think it could have been cramping. I think they also probably gave him a little bit of an IV to kind of help him well, get get going through some stuff because I feel like he <clears throat> was a little bit more exhausted since he's been mm-hmm. coming back from COVID. And COVID, I mean, it, it hits everybody differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of, a good friend of mine had it, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I don't see what the fuss is. And then you see a guy like Lamar Jackson has it, a world, world-class athlete, and he said he was like, yeah, I slept for about 10 days straight. So. He's just, it just wrecked him. And so, yeah, I think, it, I think it was definitely he was still fatigued. He wasn't back up to his, his normal stamina. For sure. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but what do you – so do you think – do you believe his story then it was 100% cramping and all that? I, I do. <laughs> um, it makes it, – I think it's the, both. The Dookie game. <laughs> it could be a little I bit of both. both. But – I just have a mental image of him sitting on the pot. Sitting on the toilet. Give me the IV. I'll be done in a second. You know, just I'll be like, out soon. <laughs> like, yeah, that was... <laughs> like, ah, I didn't pull, pull. What are you doing in there, Lamar? <laughs> Jamie! <clears throat> he probably just got too involved in like a Twitter rabbit hole while he was just sitting uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why he was... All of a sudden, yeah, the alert pops up on his... He's like, God damn it. Yeah. I'm be that guy, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, looks like, oh shit! There's only two minutes left. I got to get back out there. Yeah. It's like, oh, they made a uh, they reduced a ten time All Star champion who survived being stabbed and played every base. game. Yeah. They reduced his career to a game where he claimed he finally claimed that. Oh yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they could do that to him, I haven't accomplished near that. So. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was entertaining storyline. It was one of the mo- most entertaining things on Twitter I've, I've seen mm-hmm. in a long time, especially NFL related. So, but yeah, I do believe it was probably the cramping and everything. Cause it, if if it was an hour being out of that game, Whew. man, Lamar, what'd you eat? Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Uh, something I do want to talk about: pulling a real mark over there. Impressive uh, performances of the weekend. <laughs> uh, Washington's defense, man. Mm. Good Lord. They scored 23 points in a game where their offense didn't generate 200 yards yeah. or a touchdown. I mean, Alex Smith comes out of the game and gets hurt. Dwayne Haskins doesn't do anything. Do you and... remember going back to the, one of our very first episodes when we were talking about the rookies and how I was like, just pencil them in for defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> No-brainer after the big game. No-brainer. Yeah. Two touchdowns? Or two, two – uh, yeah, two touchdowns, I think. Chase Young didn't have two. He had, had one. one. But yeah. they did have two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, the, he caused this. He helped. Uh, the pressure caused the second one. Yeah, it was insane. that dude insane. insane. Um, I had them on my. I had the Washington defense on my bench <laughs> in my playoff matchup, and literally right before the game, I went. Have scored, you dunked it? I, I didn't even look. I just knew it was forty-two in my off. league. My goodness! Yeah. Did that and I went you? with New Orleans instead because I was like, New Orleans has the better matchup. I mean, they're playing. Oh. Well, we'll uh, get to that matchup next. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't anticipate what happened to the Saints. So. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, man, that was uh, it was such a great uh, statement game for Washington mm-hmm. to get one up on the division and kind of keep pushing all that stuff. Uh, also, once again, can't predict the NFC East because guess who's back? Philadelphia Eagles are right in that mix again uh, with Jalen Hurts. Yep. They have a little bit of an easier schedule going yeah. forward. Washington has to play some tougher teams. I think yeah. it's just one of those things. But Washington has been doing the things they need to do, which is beat the Steelers, mm-hmm. beat San Francisco. Yeah. As yeah. long as they, as yeah. long as they keep winning games, they're fine. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I guess the if there would be like what one full game yeah. back, I guess, yeah, or one full game however back. that works because I, uh, of the tie. Yeah, but uh, when it comes down to it, I, I mean that division is so insane, and we'll see what happens going forward. Um, and then, I mean, it's just it's hard to look at Washington 
uh, this upcoming week because there is that iffy point on whether or not Alex Smith plays. Mm-hmm. If Alex <laughs> Smith plays, I think they're more in this game. But obviously, if they, turn, uh, if they turn to Haskins, man, I, I just don't see it. I can't see it. Can't. Well, like, there's just not no confidence in him in that organization. That's a definitely a case where he's going to need to change the scenery if he's going to make a career out of that. Mm-hmm. Or he'll uh, become they, the next Josh Rosen. <laughs> oh man, just bounce around the teams. Yeah, I very, just yeah, very kind of similar path right now. I just looked up. I would have gotten 23 out of the Washington defense, and I got negative one by the Saints defense. Mm. So. Did you win or lose this week? I did win, but oh, okay. it was so with under 100. Yeah, so you're fine. <clears throat> oh, I'm fine. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, you want to score the points? It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. Yeah. uh, (laughs) It's better than my minus six that I got from the Ravens in a a league because there were so many points scored. Yeah, that was was, – there was not a lot of defense in that game. (laughs) I sat the Buffalo Bills defense because I was like, well, obviously Baltimore likes to control the pace with Cleveland. It's fine. And I – I like the Buffalo defense, but I don't think they're going to score as many points. I was wrong. Well, and I heard the discussion coming in. Uh, uh, Tim Grunhard was on was on eight ten when I was driving in, and they were talking to him, and he was like, "I've been watching Sports Center all day, and all they talk about is how the team that the Chiefs need to walk, watch out for in the playoffs is the Browns." And he's like, "Wait, you're talking up the Browns right now? Didn't they just lose, giving up over forty points to the Ravens, who mm-hmm. hadn't who had been depleted and mm-hmm. hadn't done squat?" It's like. What are you talking about? The Browns just seem like a team that's still like a year and a yes. couple pieces away from like legitimately being that team that can challenge. And I think, and I we think talked I about that before. Watch out for. I, we talked about that Bills. before this. Well, yes, no, absolutely, <laughs> I completely agree with that. Uh, but the Steelers, or before their first matchup with the Steelers, when it was Browns are coming in hot, you know, hot and cocky, and I straight up said, I was like, yeah, this is one where they're going to go into Big Brother's house, and Big Brother's going to be like, <laughs> boom, yeah. yeah, just lay the hammer, and sure enough. That's that's what the Steelers were at that point in time. I mean, they've been exposed definitely a lot more, but um, but yeah, the Browns. I completely concur with that. They're mm-hmm. just just they're close, but not, not there, not quite there. And if we're looking, they have at, the right coach, I think. Oh, I completely agree with that. But, if we're looking really, really ahead, one of the things that I really love is the playoff picture. Look at all the comeback scenarios and mm-hmm. that revenge game scenarios. Mm-hmm. You got. Bills, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Bills. It could go that way. You have Bills versus the Chiefs. You have Ravens versus the you know versus the Steelers. You have Titans versus or Bills versus Titans. You have Titans versus Chiefs. You you have so many revenge games narratives that the AFC because is so much of a better conference at the top mm-hmm. that it's just it's going to be a slugfest. Right, it's, it's basically the same teams from last year. So a lot of teams that already played each other are going to match up again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it, it creates great storylines, and we predicted that that would happen with the COVID year. The teams right. that mm-hmm. have continuity, who were good last year, who didn't know, aren't replacing quarterback or head coach, yeah. they're good again this year. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be nice to see next year with the full offseason. Right. Like, some of these teams grow and knock some teams out and everything right. like that. So I was really happy with the uh, Big Ben coming back and making that division see, see kind of what I saw in that division, where it's mm-hmm. like, it's. I mean, that AFC North can be a slugfest. <laughs> And, yes, the Steelers had a pretty easy schedule. I would compare it to the Chiefs uh, the year that they went, what, 10-0 and 0 or something like that, and they had kind of an easier schedule at the end. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, they're going to they're gonna lose a couple. Yeah. But in the same fact, the fact that uh, the Steelers were able to pull it to so far ahead of a lead that it's kind of theirs, you know, they clinched the wild card at least. You know? They clinched the wild card. I mean, now with this second loss – even if the Chiefs lose another game, they have the tiebreaker because by virtue of the beating the Bills and then right. mm-hmm. the Steelers losing the Bills. So the Chiefs actually have a little bit of wiggle room right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, also something, a, a quick sidebar with this, having by defeating the uh, Dolphins on Sunday, 
Patrick Mahomes has now beaten all 15 other AFC teams. That includes playoff wins over the Titans and Colts. So if we include that, but that, I mean, in I believe it was including playoffs. I think it was his 49th start. Yeah, to be that has to be the fastest. Yeah, like he's beaten all 15, and the the only teams that he has played that he is that have beaten him and then he is not also defeated are the Rams and the Seahawks from the 2018 season. Right. And, of course, he hasn't he had a chance to play them again. He gets to play the NFC East next year. The, yeah. only, the only question that I have is, would Brady beat that? That's the only question. I doubt it. But that's why it's like, because I, 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 know, I know Peyton Manning went really were, late into his career because he couldn't beat the Patriots. Yeah, but you have to factor in also, like, the injury year for Brady. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't. And, and they didn't even, I don't think they even made the poll. And Drew Brees just I don't remember if they the made the playoffs NFL. in 02 or not because they won it all in 01. I'm almost positive there's still a team in the NFL that Brady hasn't beat. I mm, there's some besides the Patriots. Yeah, it's the Patriots. Well, would be the Patriots. Yeah, because he didn't play them this year. Yeah, I think he's beaten everybody else besides the Patriots. Right. I would, yeah. I would assume. So. Yeah, because Drew Brees is, I think, the only one that's beaten in the current NFL. I believe that's, beaten, that's correct. That yeah. is the only one that's beaten every NFL team because yeah. he finally beat the only Patriots this year. Ever? Mm-hmm. Not only quarterback ever. Maybe mm, uh, I'm Manning. pretty sure Favre and Manning did that. Too. Yeah. Oh, Favre did for sure. Yeah, but I, I know that he's the only. Actually, one, I remember he's the only Peyton one currently well. currently in the NFL that's right. beaten all the NFL teams. But that's yeah. also he's the longest. Career. Most of those guys achieve that when in their last couple years in the league. Pat right. has a chance to achieve that in like. Mm-hmm. Six years. Well, oh, and oh, it's uh, what sucks too is he won't. He didn't get to play the Vikings or or uh, Packers last year because that's when he was out right. uh, with the kneecap issue. So that's another. And so that's it's gonna ha- it's gonna be a while before you know but he still, plays them too or the way, Rams and Saints. It but, will potentially be way or the the Rams. I don't know. Maybe it's the Packers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So we could see that. I was gonna say. I mean, they've they've he's beaten the 49ers twice, including yeah. that Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. and I mean, you want to talk about another quarterback that's on fire right now, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, this was thirty nine and two. That's the other thing my buddy was panicking about. Yeah. Is well, Rodgers just jumps ahead of Mahomes for the MVP at this point. I was now. like, I would say he's inched closer, but I I would still say Mahomes probably has the one. Yeah, um, I did see that the Packers offense is now basically in an almost virtual tie with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. most efficient offense in the league. Yeah, so like he is leading an insanely efficient offense. Yes. If you think about. What both teams are doing, I mean, it seems like every week you're talking about Devontae Adams having an insane game. Or Aaron just Jones. Just pencil him in Jones. for yeah. over 100 yards and a touchdown or two mm-hmm. and just be like, that's my guy. You know, like, whatever. Uh, I do have to say, if, if you can go back to the start of the year like I did, just draft Devontae Adams in your fantasy football league. He'll be fine. You'll, you'll love yourself the entire yeah, year long. He's a stutter. And yeah. uh, he looks bigger, faster, stronger and just I mean maybe it's also the NFC and a lot of the defenses there but he just like he looks like there's no answer for him uh-huh. and I'm waiting for a team to be like shut th- this guy down. I honestly think that the Packers are the only team on the NFC side that if they're matched up with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl can give that that mm-hmm. a good game. Oh, that'd be fun to watch. Every like 10 times out of 10 I think that would be a good game. Mm. Be the first Rodgers Mahomes matchup and that would just be the matchup just that I two best arm talents in the yeah. league overall. <laughs> As far uh, as like accuracy and arm strength, that would be something else. Uh, yeah. The thing that I, the matchup that I would be so awesome, I would be pins and needles watching that matchup would be Jair Alexander versus Tyreek Hill, because Jair has played pretty well this yeah. year. Um, he's be- better corners yeah. in the league this year. He's, he's been beaten a couple times, and For I feel sure. like Tyreek can obviously because Tyreek is Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a freak, and uh, but like yeah, that, I would that love to watch touchdown that. he yeah. had was yeah. just. 
ridiculous. That, um, almost, um, virtually any other player in the league would have been out twenty, would have been out of bounds twenty yards before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just that that afterburners just yeah. unreal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why he double yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Where were we? Sorry. Jimmy, where we, we gotta, we gotta, I mean, we were talking about I just some matchups. You want to go into the picks and then yeah, see, we'll, well, let's, see what we haven't talked about? We'll tell you how we did this past week, too. Uh, actually, how did we do, Aaron? Ty had the second perfect week mm. in three weeks, in the last mm. three weeks. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah. two for three this last week. Two out of the last three weeks. He mm. said, thanks, thanks six Cleveland. That, that game last night, that was, that was the decider. We were, uh, no otherwise, what we were it feels have, good. It feels good. No matter what, we were going to have a perfect Oh, right. It was either going to be you or Duncan, no matter what. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Duncan went five and one. Ty six and zero. Oh, I went four and two. Uh, so again, Duncan and I are like, once again tied. Yeah, for tied behind Ty. Eight games behind Ty. Oh, that's it. <laughs> eight. Those two perfect weeks just completely screwed yep. us. Completely Booyah, screwed kasha. us. Yeah, you're good at picks. Suck it. <laughs> you suck it, you jerk. You suck it. My pen go. I have a pen right here. There it is. Uh, All right. But getting into this week's picks. Let's do this. Uh, let's start out with the Chiefs. They're playing the Saints. Mm. Uh, Saints have been exposed a few times this past week, specifically. to the Eagles. They gave up 200-yard rushers, and they hadn't given up a single 100-yard mm-hmm. rusher all year. So. I mean, like, it's the NFC East. I mean, uh, just a, uh, a quick sidebar. They're... Hey, hey, we're not the pushovers everybody thinks we are. Right. You know, you look now in the last, they still, still are. Kind of but they've beaten in consecutive weeks. The team has beaten the Seahawks. A team has beaten the, the Steelers. And yeah. a team has beaten uh, um, uh, the, or the, the, the Saints. The Saints, Saints yeah. Yeah. You know, the top, like three of the top teams, three top Super Bowl contenders. So, so let's talk about Jalen is at least finishing hurts. a little bit stronger. Yeah. Jalen Hurts played fantastic. Yeah, 100 yards on the yes. ground. 106 yards on the ground, 167 Seven. passing and one touchdown, no yeah. interceptions. Yeah, he and to control- think that he was to think Doug Peterson actually after the game was undecided about who the starting quarterback was going to oh, be the next week. He, Doug, really, Doug Peterson. He has since announced yeah. that it will be Hurts. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Initially, he but, said he hasn't decided. Yeah. He has only said that because they they say they only say things like that, especially like with the Cam Newton thing for the Patriots. They only say things like that to probably show faith in their current guy, so they don't have him be a head case issue or something. That's the only thing that I can think is the reason for that. They but I think it's stupid. Yeah. They broke Guess Carson Wentz. No, no, there's no fixing uh, it. Doug Peterson I did has you. an 11-2 record without Carson Wentz as a starting quarterback. So at some point, that guy needs to realize, hey, something about my system and about this guy don't mesh. Mm. Uh, and I think it's more just the guy because um, he made pretty average quarterback into a Super Bowl quarterback, mm. and he's making mm-hmm. a rookie look a million times better yeah. than his – Fifth-year starter, yeah. and, and you're and you you mentioned before the show that he's going to be a very expensive. Carson Wentz will be a very expensive backup yeah. for the next couple of years, unless I there's one team out there that I could see trying to make a deal for him. Who they have a GM who's not afraid to make moves, and that was the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, but I think they're smarter Gross. than that. Gross. But I, I Frank Reich that. is also was also the offensive coordinator in Wentz's best years in Philadelphia. And sure, that could be that could be a reunion right there. It could be I think that that organization is smart enough to look at his tape and be like, yeah, this just isn't the same guy. Though. I just vomited a little bit. That's, Probably, but I'm I'm just saying if there's yeah. anybody out there who might do it, right. that is the most logical him. situation. But that's a, such a bad contract. The oh, it's it's in how bad the contract is yeah. and everything in that. 
I'm, I I wouldn't doubt if there is a team that would trade for him that it might be them, but I also just think that the the Colts are smarter. Than I think they are too, and I do think yeah. he will be just a very expensive backup. Yeah, but for at least two years. That is then. that is an interesting possibility, and I, I think, think the most likely destination outside of Philadelphia, if something the does The funny happen. thing is the extension really hasn't even kicked in yet. No. It kicks in next year. Yeah. So they're very early into that. Like, it's not a very yeah. tradable contract. I uh, I very much think that Frank Reich is smart enough to go for other options that are maybe older and still or in the league. just better. You know, he like doesn't even Matt have to Ryan, be Matt Stafford, you know, like names Forget like we're that. we're entering a potentially historically great quarterback draft class. They're mm-hmm. projecting potentially mm-hmm. now six quarterbacks in the first yep. round. And that's not to take away, like, that's not just like, oh, teams are quarterback needy. No, it's the talent is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they have a chance to where they maybe don't even have to move up to get a guy that they like, like maybe say uh, Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. who's projected as the third best quarterback, mm-hmm. maybe the team doesn't move up yeah. and they're able to get him at 10 or 11 or like, wherever the hell they're going to draft it. Like, it's, it's yeah. an, it creates an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic there because teams that are would maybe consider that Carson Wentz trade may also just be like, nah, not this year. Chances in the not this year. <laughs> right, uh, like, yeah. See what happens. I mean, yeah, there's mm-hmm. names all over the board. Um, Absolutely. And it's only getting better, and we haven't even seen pro days, obviously, because – it's not over, so we'll see what happens. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the college playoff picture always jumps up a couple candidates. For sure, bowl games always jump up four or five candidates as well. And then yeah. you start to see more of a clear picture on who's going, like who's going to the combine, how they're yeah. like. Like, is, I fully expect maybe one of those quarterbacks to, in the draft process, fall a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, most likely Trask. In, yeah, in my opinion. yeah, that's that's true. Trask is. I mean, he got exposed this last week. We'll get to that when we talk college football. But oh yeah. Uh, He's looked very good against weak opponents when he's played the good, mm-hmm. the better teams. He's struggled a little bit, especially when he doesn't have yeah. uh, pit, the pits, the tight end. Mm. Um, but getting back to our picks, yeah. <laughs> get all the way back to Chiefs Saints. Oh man! Oh shit! <laughs> That's where we we came from with that. Uh, Today's Saints, ADHD tangents are brought to you by Bushlight. I I, I think the Saints don't, don't have much of a chance in this game. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, there, there's being a little bit murky about whether or not Drew Brees is going to come back or not. But I think anybody knows in their right mind he's not playing this week. He's probably not. No. Um, I. It goes back to, and it's, it's terrifying for me to say. Like, it goes back to what I was feeling about like the Raiders game. I'm not going to pick the Saints. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. But the Saints could fully. I fully expect them to come out to be like, how are we going to beat the Chiefs? We're going to play ball control. We're going to run with Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. We're going to run with Alvin Kamara. I don't see a lot happening for Michael Thomas unless it's like, you know, short little ding and dunk passes. So I just see them playing ball control and clock and try to keep Mahomes at bay. And even then. I could see the Chiefs doing the same thing. Right. On the tape that we just got on from right. the Eagles game. Yeah, I'll say uh, take the Miles under. Sanders, like, Miles Sanders averaged eight yards a carry in that game. Yeah. This is also definitely on my bench. Also on your bench. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, Duncan. Hey, he was on my bench, of, too. <laughs> a lot of points on the board this week. I, uh, That's a league where I have, like, six, like, really good running backs, and I'm just like, I, I've, I've made that mistake, that classic mistake. I think I have, like, him, Eckler, Edwards, Hilaire. Um, there's, like, three other starting caliber running backs. Uh, Gallman from the Giants. Mm-hmm. like, And it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I, need, I have too many running backs, and yeah. nobody was willing to make deals, and now mm-hmm. I, I did have difficulty – Making Choosing. picking who I'm going to start and then just watch other Same guys fall out on the bench like yeah. son of a bitch. Same these I have a I had 
Miles Sanders and Tua Tagovailoa on the bench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. Thirty-three points from Tua and forty-two points from Miles Sanders. But having said that, before we veer off into another tangent, thank you. My, my bad. Oops, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I mean, it's Absolutely. there's. That's if it's not Drew Brees, and even if it is Drew Brees, it's not going to be 100 percent Drew Brees. Right, right. and they're going to play game control with the Chiefs' even pass with rush. 100 Drew Brees, it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Drew Brees and with uh, with the Chiefs' pass rush looking re, re, uh, renewed, reinvigorated. That's mm-hmm. what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, I, it's that's something. Even with as great an offensive line as the Saints have, that's something that they could mm-hmm. they could make the 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 Saints regret starting mm-hmm. Brees. And not not saying anything. Uh, not saying that they won't, both Sean Payton and Andy Reid, but this could be a tip of the hat, like, look at each other, like, we'll see you again soon. You know, mm-hmm. sort of game, getting a healthy Drew Brees back. Doctor. So Doctor. They, yeah, so they might not necessarily pull out all the stops because, you know, that if it was a Super Bowl or a playoff matchup, obviously a Super Bowl matchup, it was going, it's going to be a lot more crazy plays and all that stuff because Andy Reid has, had some stu- has obviously a lot of tricks up his fucking sleeve, um, and they're brilliant. So we'll see what happens from there. But this, this could be one of those games where they might just be like that, all right, Let's kind of see what you got. We're both kind of sitting in the middling spot. The the only thing is, obviously, Saints dropped a game. Um, so they have to try to win to catch up to the Packers yeah. so they don't have to go through <clears> the Rambo <throat> so they can bring it back to New Orleans. But we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't like their chances against the Chiefs at all. I don't uh, either. <clears throat> they might play it closer than what we're thinking, but I, th- I just think the Chiefs are on another level and the Saints mm-hmm. are stumbling. And if they're playing with a backup quarterback, Mahomes isn't losing to – a 28-year-old Mormon. So, just going to say that. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> oh, that's spectacular. Spicy Takes brought to you by Aaron Passau. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. Honestly, there's not a lot of great matchups this week. I'll preface that by saying that. All the rest of these picks by saying that. So, I just... We, 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 got, our, yeah, we got our primetime games and then... Yeah, well... Bleh. I even some of those I skipped over because I'm like, Ugh. there's a lot of blah. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of like close in record. Thanks, week fifteen. <laughs> it's yeah, week fifteen is not great. But uh, we got Chargers Raiders. Chargers haven't been playing well the last few weeks. They have not. Herbert hasn't been playing well the last few but weeks they since he cut his hair. And it's a conspiracy. It's a real thing. <laughs> Look at the stats. Right and when he cut his hair, his stats. Did he and did he like did did he go home and have his mom do that in the kitchen or something? Oh my, he I mean, looks like that, a child. seriously, seriously. <laughs> no, it's it was more biblical than that. He like dated a girl like Samson, and she's one night, which is like your powers are gone, like just gone. Yeah. Just yeah. man, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, yeah, the Chargers did pull out a win. Mm. You know, that's well, that's because he but, found his best target, Austin Eckler. Yeah, yeah. As a as a huge Kelly Olynyk fan, I love a good hair statistical thing because there was the the debate a few years back about like the the flow versus the man bun mm-hmm. it was a proven thing the man bun was the way to go for him mm. and the stats are now starting to add up that Justin Herbert is a worse quarterback with short hair i don't know how that works but it does my locks man i miss my locks <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I just don't think the Chargers are very good right now. Yeah, but the Raiders, uh, just, they're, they're, the Raiders just had a dud in their own right, though. Yeah, I just still think they're a better team right now. They have, I mean, oh, yeah, there the Chargers are most likely either. getting rid of their coach. Mm. I mean, there's there's a lot of storylines going on in San, or San, uh, San. Is it San, in, San. Is it in Las L.A.? Vegas. Is it in L.A.? Or, <laughs> L.A. or Las Vegas? Which one's it in? They both just they're they're both lost something and they're, uh-huh. they're <laughs> lost 
sand. They're no longer San Diego. They're no longer a whale's vagina or Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Why are they? Yeah, they both. Spanish. I don't know. Or I mean, I, this one. A whale's vagina. I'm, I'm definitely going Raiders. All right, I'll get the coin out. I'm wrong. Get the coin. Uh, yeah, I'm going Raiders. I mean, there was no Josh Jacobs. If Jacobs comes back, they're just going to run it down the Chargers' throat. Yeah, Absolutely. I have a coin today. Yeah, I don't have a coin. Sorry, Ty, I do not have, have a coin you're either. You have to make a big boy decision today. Uh, what is that? No. What the hell are you doing? Secret no. Santa. Um, <laughs> uh, make a big boy decision. You can't. Chargers. I'll go. I'll go Oppo. You, you have plenty of room to risk any. Yeah, I'll go yeah. Chargers. I'll go Oppo. Ty, you should just have a week where. <laughs> you <get up laughs> where you literally just go against your intuition on every set. Oh my God! Watch that. Week. I'm that picking the Jets. Him. I'm picking the Jaguars. Honestly, picking... if you got all of them wrong, that would be even more impressive yeah. because that means you picked all of them right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, and, and then me, I would just walk off. Give me the Lions in a shootout. Tyler perfect again. Perfectly <laughs> oh, wrong, which means he knew every single one of those games. Was going to go <laughs> all right, so Texans versus Colts. Texans have stringed together a few wins since firing uh, Bill O'Brien. Not string together uh but they have a couple more wins since then mm. um colts are just a better roster i i'm i'm definitely going with the colts here but it was close i mean they played two weeks ago and it was within and i mean houston was driving back and about to score but also they had at that point in time they had will fuller and brandon cooks yeah. um the uh both are kind of out i mean obviously will fuller suspended and brandon cooks is still in concussion protocols the texans just lost by 39 points to the fucking Bears. Right. Bears. <laughs> With Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky has actually a better winning percentage as a quarterback than Deshaun Watson, which pains me to say. Ugh, it's so brutal. That Houston does not deserve that, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got I to gotta go, go Colts on this one. I mean, I like to be yeah. close because it's obviously a division matchup. But honestly, yeah, if, right. they don't get, if they don't get any healthy receivers. Going Colts I mean, for sure. I mean, the number two wide receiver, because uh, Kiki QT has been playing well, but he's also, I think, injured as well. So right now mm-hmm. I think your number two, if he if Brandon Cooks comes back, is Chad Henson. So, I mean, don't I don't – I have no – yeah, I was gonna say, this is a guy that's in the league and I have no idea where he came from. And that's kind of rare for us, <laughs> for at least all three of us at this table. We just the co- took two. the COVID season, man, with all these expand with the expanded practice squads. So we're yeah. like, we're these guys have never even heard of are making rosters and are like, never heard of that guy in my yeah, life. Exactly. At any level. Yeah, he definitely was in uh, UDFA. So. Yeah. Uh, Col- or sorry, I already said Colts. Uh, Pats versus Dolphins. We'll preface this by saying Bill Belichick's record against rookies is ridiculous. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Flores revenge game. Revenge, like, I don't why know. would he want revenge on the guy that built him up? And I don't, no, I don't, just, I don't, I don't. No, I get it. Hey, he's he, not Eric he Mancini. Chose, exactly. <laughs> I, I think the Patriots can hang around. That's this gonna game. be a slobber knocker. Yeah, game, it is. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be in ugly. the trenches, back and forth. I mean, New England's defense has been playing better at times, obviously, but phew, I don't know. I'm going Dolphins. Ooh. Duncan going Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins. Sims up, huh? Yeah, it, man, it's, it may be a rookie quarterback, but just what the what the Patriots just the the absolute he's like, isn't he undefeated against rookie? Quarterbacks? He is. I think he is. Yeah, man. but the absolute stinker the that they just had against the Rams. Nah, man, the Patriots. I this uh, this seems like a Flores yeah. a Flores uh, coaching job. So, 
Miami. I hope they win, but I'm going Pats. I I'm not going against that record against Rockies, man. I I understand. I'll, you know what? I'll, I honestly. Ty's going Dolphins, right? Yeah, I'll go Dolphins. I'll go. Dolphins. Get off my pick, Ty. Um, I just. I, I want the Dolphins to make Damn the. It. I want the Dolphins. Yeah, because that works so playoffs. well when I decide to change my picks afterwards. <laughs> do it, Duncan. Yeah, you're, You'll you, be fine. You don't do very well on those ones. No, I do not. Uh, yeah, I think I just that's going to be a close game. I really think. I, that's yeah, I think it's going to be. A, it should be a good game. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks versus the fo- the football teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why does that say WT? Oh, that's the WFT. WFT. Got it. Got yeah. it. May as well say WTF because what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like in the. Uh, the Remember guys, match.com hat. Yes. WTF. Yes. <laughs> um, Remember, guys, we're betting on is Alex Smith playing or not. Ugh. Yeah. If Alex Smith's playing, Still I give him a chance. Seahawks. But um, I mean, Seahawks need this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Seahawks need do really need this game. Um, I'm also going Seattle. They came out really, really well last week. Obviously, while well, they were playing you know, that team. But uh, the Seahawks defense is ridiculously bad in the past. Terrible. So I if Alex Smith comes back, hopefully they can pick him apart. I just, I just don't, I don't see Alex Smith being healthy enough to play. So I have to go see Haskins. Yeah, yeah, if it's Haskins, it's definitely Seahawks. Yeah. A non-Alex Smith-led Washington offense against that Seattle defense. Yeah. Charles Barkley, what do you have to say on him? Man, that's just terrible. terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. Especially we're, since we're the quarterback that has like yeah <laughs> we are terrible. The quarterback has no like Haskins has no they, since they have no faith in Haskins, he just. Not ready, just no. just mentally not there for yep. for this game. He has been a very good teammate about it though. I've seen a lot of stuff where like he's always the first person to congratulate Reese. He helped him up on the sideline when he was knocked out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Like he would rushed over to help him. Like mm-hmm. those two are close, and I hope that that's a mentorship that they can see. Like, hey, maybe Alex can help this kid. Right, but also, gee, yeah, the last the, the last quarterback that he mentored. You know, I wonder what happened to that guy. Mm-hmm. He's garbage. He's out of the league already. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> who was the who was that Tennessee quarterback that you guys had as a backup? That uh, Tyler Bray. Tyler Bray. <laughs> That's what I was going to try to say, but I couldn't think of his name. Tyler Bray yeah, was Tyler so Bray, bad that in Patrick Mahomes' first start at the end of the seventeen season against Denver, mm. and just because we already had our playoff spot locked up, yes. he started the first half and put. We were up by like ten, thirteen, something like that. And so they put in Bray for the second half because yep. Andy Reid wanted to get Tyler Bray some action too. Jesus. Bray was so bad that the Broncos in. immediately came back in and they put in Mahomes <laughs> in the last five minutes just to get the win. Yep. And yeah, lo and behold, Patrick Mahomes got his first comeback win. Yeah. So. Oh man, that for a was... lead that he didn't even he, that he didn't even give up. Right. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, I'm just thinking about Tyler, Tyler Bray. Bray. <laughs> and where is Tyler Bray now? Chicago. Oh yeah, he's or at least he was last year. But he was, he Matt was, Nagy went out and brought him because yeah. Matt Nagy's like, you know who, you know, I bet you I could resurrect <laughs> this guy. He's I the, could make this. He's happen. the emergency backup for Chicago. Uh, Browns and Giants, two potential playoff teams in their own right. Oh. Browns are pretty decently ahead in their division. Um, Browns are pretty decently ahead in their division yeah. or, or in the or, playoff race. Um, not in their division, obviously. Uh, but I just. This is a tough one for the Giants to pull out. We'll see if Danny Dimes comes back. Um, I know he was like limited in practice last week. I think he played. Might have. He did play. He played. Um, so we'll see if him. And they, whether Danny Dimes plays or not, and did not play well. Yeah, I have the Browns. Yeah, I just think. <clears throat> Sorry. 
Yeah, I they're they're trending in the right direction. Even with that loss this week, like they played a lot better the last yeah last month or so. That I'll go Cleveland. Yeah, but I mean, I'll 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 give kudos to the Giants defense that's been yeah. playing pretty well for, yeah. for sure. Overall, they definitely the team overall is just playing really well mm-hmm. lately. It's inspiring to see, given like what we didn't know about their head coach, and I mean, losing your quarterback and winning games with Colt McCoy. Ugh. Good God. That's a great coaching job. You're going to have to no matter how you look yeah. at it. So, uh, yeah, only two games that we all have that we have different: Chargers, Raiders, and Pats. All of them. This yeah. is this is one of my favorite times of year when it comes to the toward the Those end. Only two that we picked differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screw it, I'm going Browns or Giants. Duncan, God damn it! Why do you keep doing this to yourself? Da-da-da-da. I like the pain. <laughs> I like the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, her right. What movie was that friend? Pain is an old friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, not a lot of great matchups this week, mm-hmm. but it's good we, positioning week for playoffs. To right? See it yeah, all out. the playoff teams. I mean, there's a lot of like nine or ten wins versus like one or two mm-hmm. or four win teams. So there's like a million four win teams in the NFL right now. Right. It's insane. Uh, um, the, <laughs> Once again, going back to the conspiracy theories of who's the best team coming out of the mm-hmm. NFC. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at Rams, Saints, Packers, you know, and then right. and then everyone else is just kind of they might be able to make waves, but that's like your if the Seahawks write the ship and fix their defense, if Kyler Murray and the Arizona it's Cardinals. Of, well, there's just not a lot of know? teams to like love yeah. from yeah. the NFC. And whereas the top of the AFC is just stacked, I mean, although. Like, I'm, I'm not just the top. I mean, not just because you got the Chiefs 12 and 1 and the Seawards at 11 and 2. But they were going into the week, all the teams that all, like, seven seeds for the playoffs were at least 8 and 4. Yeah. Like, that's just, that, it's a heavy, it's like a strong playoff field coming out of the AFC. If sure. somehow Minnesota and the Saints align for a third time and Minnesota upsets the Saints, I will giggle my ass off. Because they just, it's the Saints kryptonite. They can't get past Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. Granted, there's no Stephon Diggs there this year, who's a big factor in that game, which, holy hell, Stephon Diggs and the Bills. But holy hell, Stephon Diggs. Wrong about him at the start of the season. I thought he would just be okay. I was wrong. Yeah, they just help Josh Allen just take it to another you, level. You can yeah. fully justify trading away. First yeah. round pick that they gave up for him. Yeah. It's, it's not like Minnesota's hurting terribly without him, considering what right. Justin, what we've seen Justin Jefferson become. Yeah. Right? Um, did you guys did you guys see the Sunday night game where they did the how Josh Allen changed his throwing style? They went they went in depth on how he's changed his throwing style and it's improved his accuracy this year. Because mm-hmm. I mean, hands down, he's improved his accuracy. And he's no, improved, without a doubt, um, he's at least taken a next step up. Um, so he apparently like it was like the way he was. Uh, he wasn't stepping into his throws, and so he was winging it, and he was just wildly inaccurate. Yeah. And the, the thing that they had him focus on, it took it took the I can't remember the guy's name, but it took that uh, it, I think it might be the quarterback coach, or it might have been the, his own like trainer. It took him three years to finally get him to like step, mm-hmm. point, and accu- and and like break down muscle memory. Man, right. it takes a long yep. time. Saw the same thing with Dak Prescott the last mm-hmm. few years. Like yeah. he's. Quarterbacks have to be committed to doing that over years' time if you yeah. actually want to improve it. That's why when people were making the comments about every year about, oh, Tebow's proven, improved his inaccuracy and all this, okay, well, let's see it in games yeah. consistently because I'm not believing in one offseason someone's going to change their mm-hmm. completely change their throwing motion. Right. Yeah, not, it takes time and dedication. It takes years. <clears throat> uh, but, yeah, that's – it's, 
I saw that he had like a one of the highest jumps in uh, completion percentage that we've that the league's ever seen. It was like twelve percent, just in one year. Yeah. And yeah. the year before that, I think he even jumped by six percent. So mm-hmm. from his rookie year, his accuracy has improved by like almost almost twenty percent, which is great, and, insane. And a lot yeah. of that was on the deep ball. Yeah, the deep ball was his worst thing. Right. And now it's one of his mm-hmm. bigger weapons. Because that's that, the hardest thing. That's your mechanics are wrong to yeah. complete. At eighteen, first round, first round quarterback class, man. I mean, it's just Baker Mayfield has made jumps a jump this year. Josh Allen's made a jump. Yeah, Lamar Jackson has maybe regressed slightly, but that's still an All Pro level quarterback. Right. And then you know Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. Yeah. And here's the thing about Sam Darnold. He's not. He's bad, not. Man. He's not a terrible. Quarterback. He's just. He's get in a. He's in a rough. A, he's in a rough situation. Get him in. Yeah, the get him with a better quarterbacks coach. Get him in a better situation. Get While you in, still can, get him in Atlanta, and that you can save that kid's career. Yeah. It's it's not. I mean, he's only like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, like he's still young. That's where I'd love to see Rosen. I'm, I have given up on that. Well, yeah, yeah I, I have too. And, and Rosen was the most cocky out of that whole group. I mean, that yeah. guy. He thought every single room he walked into that he was the smartest guy in the room. Mm, right. And this as a rookie quarterback, you human. can't. Oh yeah, he is, but. You can't but, sit there and think that you know more than your quarterback coach, your head coach. Right. And a lot of it, a lot of people just didn't think that he really liked to play football. He just yeah. like, did it because he was good at it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he was a five-star recruit, <laughs> the number one quarterback yeah. recruit in the country, pro yep. style. So I, uh, I thought of a place that I would actually really like to see Sam Darnold go, but it would be kind of scary at times if, if he did pan out well. Colts. Uh, no, uh, Tampa Bay. I, damn it, Ty! I was about to say the Tampa same thing. Bay. Like, I mean, I want to see him with the Colts. I mean, I want to see him with the Colts too because of all those him, things. Like, yeah. Oh well, Sam absolutely. Darnold. Like oh both those God. teams, but I mean, I'm, if you, damn it, Ty! I, you, I'm saying you get to the Bucks, <laughs> man. You think about it. Be I literally was like him sitting behind Brady for a year would be brilliant. Yeah. But think about this: if you're Frank Wright, do you trust trading for Carson Wentz on the deal he's on? Oh, no, I would much rather have Sam Darnold on, the, mm. on a rookie contract. I would much rather have Sam Darnold. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I was only saying that just, no, I no, think that's I get, the most likely. I get the connection. I just think he's a smart coach. Yeah, I agree. And Chris Bowers <laughs> is a smart GM. Mm. He's like, oh, I didn't need him to win a Super Bowl, so I would have bring him in mm. like, when he's on a bad contract at this point. Ty, but, I was, man, I literally was waiting but, for, for you to finish, like, to say whatever <laughs> team, and I'll be like, I think Tampa Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay is a great situation. I mean, your head, Duncan. The Saints with... Sean Payton's a good situation. There's a lot of good rent free. If you ever want to pay some rent for what you what you <laughs> yeah. up in here, yeah. you go for it. Yeah. Hell, even the Raiders. I think I think the Raiders are. I think they're going to move forward with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I really think that uh, sending the car. I think I think what they've done because speaking to quarterbacks working on things over years, mm-hmm. I think we've seen Derek Carr come back to what he was. The Raiders Middle are another team that. Similar to the Browns in that regard, the Raiders have a lot of the pieces in place, but the Raiders are still a year or two away from. We've had that chair there the entire time. Yeah, that's we weird. <laughs> Yay! Not. Would you like the back of our chair, guys? Please have a seat. Sit down and discuss football with this us. This is yeah. We're gonna start doing this every week. So <laughs> welcome, come join us. We're gonna, <laughs> who's that guy that's covering up Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even I'm say here. anything. I'm he here. just stares. <laughs> it's just gonna be a Patrick oh, cardboard cutout. That's that's what it's gonna be. Uh, but yeah, there's. It's, that's just definitely a guy that needs to get out of. Yeah, his team. Where is Josh Rosen right now? Is, of, is he even with the team? I think he's in Miami or no? Bucks. Way he back is with up. The Bucks. Way back up. He is with the Bucks. Yeah, yeah he's the third string. For, <laughs> third string. Third string for the Bucks. Practice, maybe even practice, <laughs> practice squad. I think he might. Who's the backup with the Bucks? Who am I forgetting? Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
when you are Blaine Gabbert's backup. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that, that, it says that inspires a lot of confidence behind Tom Brady when it's Blaine Gabbert and Josh Rosen. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a little scary. Where's Bortles at? War Bortle is Denver. Denver, Denver, right. I was yeah. going to say, because those are like the two names. Because he was one of the ones that got in trouble for <laughs> yeah, right. you know, hanging out with uh, right. whichever their quarterbacks had COVID. And uh, all the other three had to miss had the game. <laughs> oh, God. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Blake Bortles, you're a veteran. You shouldn't yeah. be doing and that. And that's honestly, like, if we want to go back to the, the Saints, like, part of the reason why they could have dropped to the Eagles was they did have three home games or three away games, and it's hard to do a three uh, away game stretch. But in the same fact, it's like the teams that they played, they played, you know, Atlanta, which likes to drop games. Mm-hmm. They played Denver with no quarterback. Um you got that tie? Yep, forgot that. Um, they played. Uh, <laughs> they played uh, the. They, they played the Atlanta Falcons. They played the Denver Broncos with no quarterback, and then mm. they honestly went and, and didn't and completely underestimated Jalen Hurts, and that's mm. why they got smacked in the mouth. Yep. So <laughs> I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> smack you in the mouth. <laughs> I, it just makes me think of the the old Will Ferrell landlord bit where it's his daughter. Oh yeah, is sitting there just like yeah. Like asking Money. for rent, she's yeah. like, two, yeah, two years old. Is just like, can I have five beers? Yeah. It's like you're you're an alcoholic. You're drunk. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> smack you. <laughs> God, you're me. <laughs> See, mine makes me think of Key and Peel, front hand, back hand. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's take a little bit God, of a break. We are and so awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take a little bit of a break and come back with a uh, college football, college basketball. Talk. Yeah, excited. Okay. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're going to get into some welcome college football back. talk. We have the conference title games coming up this weekend. Uh, I think we kind of previewed that last week. So there's kind of quite a few storylines, especially with Florida losing this past week, uh, that can still play out. Um, LSU finishing strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with So Ty will get this. Duncan, not as much as you don't know him. Um, but do you guys know who the new starting quarterback is for the LSU Tigers? He's a son of a, son of a former NFL Super Bowl winning quarterback. Is it a Dilfer? It is not a Dilfer, but close. It is also a quarterback that you don't think of because he was bad. Brad Johnson. Yeah. Was uh, it Johnson? Johnson. Johnson. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Uh, I loved Brad Johnson growing up because I loved the Tampa 2 Damn, I was close. <laughs> you were, Shit. You were yeah. very close. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I had to think about his last name for a second, and I was, like, watching the ticker in my head, and I was like, last name. I do Johnson. remember reading like, something about yeah. a, a Johnson. So, yeah. Uh, like, he had a son that was coming up. His son is a blonde-haired boy named Max. Max Johnson. Max Johnson is a good friend of mine. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> ironically enough, when I saw that, and then I saw the picture of him, uh, I thought to myself, I'm like, wow, it kind of looks like that kid's wearing number 14, which, ironically enough, the number 14 is the only Iowa jersey that Max Johnson, my good friend, owns. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is I even texted him. I was like, hey, the Desmond King jersey is the only jersey you own to this day, Iowa jersey, right? And he's like, yeah. I go, well, I got a story to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Boy, have I got a story for you. So, yeah, fun, kind of a fun storyline there. Uh, That's cool. He, he played incredibly in that game, too. Yeah. Th- three touchdown passes, upset of the top six team what, in the country. What freshman. Year? Okay. True yeah. freshman. True Damn. Freshman. Yeah. Shout out to Max. Hey, bud. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Max. Uh, don't know if you watch the podcast. He doesn't have Facebook anymore, but I hope so. Um, yeah. Funny 
weird coincidence there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that had huge implications. So that yeah. eliminated Florida from playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Right. Texas A&M, obviously very much still in it, but they had their game uh, this past week canceled, mm. so they couldn't improve uh, their resume very much. But yeah. they obviously move up a spot just based on uh, where everything sh- shake out. And we obviously have a couple – well, no, one matchup that involves two teams that are in the current top four. So if Notre Dame – uh, knocks off Clemson for a second time. You have to assume A&M maybe moves up into that spot by benefit so. of not having to play Bama again. Mm-hmm. Note that they lost mm-hmm. to Bama by four touchdowns when they played them in the regular season. Yeah. So, But their overall resume is one of the top four in the country overall. Yeah, uh, that is true. They have a lot of good wins along the way. So uh, conference title games, uh, set in stone finally. Uh, Oklahoma versus Iowa State, Notre Dame versus Clemson, Alabama versus Florida, Ohio State versus Northwestern, and USC versus Oregon because Washington cannot play. Mm. Um, so, huge. I mean, still even potentially. Wait, wait. Washington because of COVID, they can't yeah. play. Yeah. Wow. Uh, knocked that, out of the conference title game because of COVID. That's crazy. Yeah, just got announced yesterday. I want to say. Wait. Um, so they were going to be in, and they yeah, got knocked out. Yes. So then Oregon jumped yeah. ahead. Yeah. Okay. Oregon was second in. in Not their that division, they missed so. too many games, and nope. were forced out. Okay. Nope. They should have. They. That is crazy. Well, there wasn't a. I don't think the the uh, Pac-12 had a. Minimum amount of games because of how few, and that's that's had. why I was at, that's what I was wondering yeah. if they were doing what because the Big USC, Ten had done, or if they were doing at that point would have been the opposite of what the Big Ten is doing. Yeah, USC and actually enforcing been, that rule that they hadn't. USC in the first has only played four games, right? Yeah. USC is yeah. I know they've had at least one other game canceled. And they only had what six to begin with, so right six or seven. So. It was seven to begin the season. I think they've only played four games. I think they had three canceled. Jeez, um, yeah, Pac-12 was a mess. Man, if they end up in the football playoff. <laughs> It's possible. They're undefeated. It, no, I'm, I know it's possible. I'm just they're, saying. They're undefeated. Eight I don't games. Like it. They will have beaten no Eight teams. Team. No Eight team. freaking teams. This is not hard to do. Not yeah. at all. Apparently it is. You can even do six. Dude, absolutely. Have, give one and two a bye. And absolutely. Have, you know, six and three. Does and that would even five. help include the Big 12? Because yep. Iowa State's probably going to move up to six. Iowa State or Oklahoma could be interesting in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Definitely Iowa State. They'd be a lot of fun. See uh, yeah. Brock Purdy and Brees Hall against yeah against yeah, one of those other big schools. Most likely Pamela. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, anything could happen. Anything can happen, but yeah. I, I I don't know. I think that's kind of my favorite. Oklahoma and Iowa State is kind of my favorite matchup going into the weekend. It's the one but, that le- means overall probably the least because yeah. I mean, barring a complete disaster, like it would take. Come on, complete Northwestern disaster. Northwestern upsetting Ohio State. I am rooting for you, complete disaster would right now. take Florida upsetting – well, maybe not even that. Uh, Notre Dame beating Clemson for a second time. Mm. It would be a 2020 kind of thing, though. I mean, that it is would like, be, but, I mean, that's probably who Satan should have been dating is complete Absolutely. disaster. He actually I, swiped uh, left. I mean, I do, I do lie. I mean, the most exciting matchup of this week is obviously going to be Clemson Notre Dame too. But like, absolutely, like, yeah. With Trevor, with Trevor Lawrence by, by back far. in, oh, but I yeah. could see OU <clears throat> Iowa State being the best overall game. Yes, yes. the first yeah. time they played was still a pretty good game, mm-hmm. even though it took a second half comeback to even make it better, uh, closer game. Go Cyclones, man! Yeah, I'm, I'm. I won't say this often, but I'm rooting for Iowa State in that game. I well, and they're uh, they're 
brethren of Kansas State, so you know another ag school. So I, I've I've always had a little bit of an affinity for Iowa State and Oklahoma mm. State. So. And Oklahoma's this would be nine conference titles in a row if they yeah mm-hmm. if they beat somebody Iowa needs to State, break that. And that's Oklahoma fans are terrible. Yeah. If my, if my my uncle Steve, if you're wa- if you watch this later, like I apologize this to that to you, but so I apologize Oklahoma for nothing. Uncle Steve. Your hearts with Iowa terrible. State. Where's your head? Ah, uh, man. I just I think Oklahoma's playing their best right. football of the season right now. Although so was Iowa, Iowa State. State. Iowa State hasn't stopped playing. Anymore. You know what? I'm going to go Iowa State. Since, I'm going to go since Iowa. Since their State. second loss, which to Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. This Oklahoma is a State? this is a motivated team. Oklahoma State. Yeah. It's a motivated team playing at a high level. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to go Iowa well State. Well coached. They're talented. I mean, they're they're I for the opening I, loss was to like, as far as like actually making a pick. I'm torn. Yeah, I, I want to believe Iowa State. I, same. I do too. Yeah, like you said, the heart and the head. <laughs> it's, it's like it's hard. I'm totally, it is, do you believe it is for Iowa State? On, like, they yeah. beat them. They, yeah. Like, they beat them already. Do you yeah. believe in, in life after love? After love, after love, after love. I should not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't bring Cher into this room. and uh, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Cher. I'm going to go with Iowa State. Fuck, fuck my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really do hope they win that game. Hop aboard. Um, yeah. Toot toot. <laughs> so, oh, man. It's hard where's, to pick Where's the coin? <laughs> Damn it, we didn't even get a coin during the break. Son of a bitch. Uh, I didn't even pick up my pen off the floor during the break. Yeah. <laughs> Still job, man. <laughs> Uh, we've been doing this show on Mondays lately is when we've been recording. Yeah, it's a Tuesday today. Yeah, we're just Tuesday. we're throwing off. On, yeah. you know, we're to work on a Monday. Party going up. We love on you. On a Tuesday. It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go Oklahoma. That's fine. I honestly don't think there's a bad choice in this. I think both teams grew a lot from their uh-huh. first two uh-huh. losses. Uh-huh. I, I brought it up last week. I mean, Spencer Rattler, you yeah. look at how he played before that, mm-hmm. the two losses in a row. And how he's playing now, he's playing at a very high level. That kid is going to be nails for yeah. a couple years. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's a great matchup. I'm I, it's, I mean, it's, it's clearly going to be Iowa State because yeah. Iowa State shut Second out Kansas State. Enough. Oklahoma lost to Kansas State. That's why, that's why it's Iowa State. Yeah, I, uh, I'm rooting for Iowa State. Makes all I the just, sense in the world. I think that this builds a resentment going into next year, the non-COVID and they have year. Some, and they have and some talent back. Talent and all the, the talent comes back and yeah. Oklahoma and all that stuff. And I just – I, but in the same fact, man, I, I'm rooting for Iowa State. I just – it's hard for me yeah, to look at both I these teams that. that are playing good football and be mm-hmm. like, you. But this is a fun yeah. week. I mean – It is. It's more of a fun These are some yeah. fun matchups. The like, NFL football on Saturday is not going to be – might not be fun and at I'm, all. But <laughs> the, I'm also just thrilled the fact that we've – gotten to this point because right. there were so many concerns and whether or not there it was the correct decision to continue playing out the rest of the season mm-hmm. that's not for us to decide nope. uh, yeah. i'm just as a football fan i'm thrilled that we get to sit here and talk about this in the middle of december yes. absolutely absolutely uh so we have two for iowa state one for oklahoma i think yep. uh notre dame versus clemson part two clemson baby i'm all on clemson I'm in all this on clemson. i hate notre dame I just so much. You lose to Clemson. I'm going Clemson. I think we're yeah across the board. Clemson. The fact that you started that fight song, I was about I just I about got up and left. Hey, but come on, how I finished it, right? I know. I know you closed it so strong, but God, 
Notre. Sorry, that's that's it's it's gonna it's gonna be something that's gonna be like it's it's in my head for the rest of my life. Thanks to NBC on Saturday mornings. Yep. Man, if Ian Book pulls this out, though, what a career! Like, mm-hmm. think about what what kind of career that guy's that's, had. That's where I think, yeah, all of us are incredible. Picking yeah. Clemson, and all yeah. of us want Clemson to win. Right. But there's definitely some silver lining, cool yeah. just, things that would come out of Notre some of the, wins. Some of the, something about yeah. the coach. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't like Brian. Brian Kelly. Kelly. Like, I get that he's a good coach. I just don't like him. Uh, I don't like like. I just don't you know, like I mean, I, I like how that. motivated I do. I get that. Kind of an asshole. Like, <laughs> I like how motivated Trevor Lawrence is. Keep firing, yeah, assholes. I, I said I like how motivated Trevor Lawrence is. Like the stuff that he's Absolutely. been releasing. He's like, he's like, well, they, hey, I missed this first game. He's like, I'm coming. This back is also an opportunity for Trevor Lawrence to be yeah. like, oh, all of you forgot about me. I'm behind in the Heisman race. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I, I've lost one game in my career and was to the greatest team in NCAA history. Mm. Right. Like. Like seriously, he, that's that's he can just be. Uh, I'm I'm Trevor fucking Lawrence. Right. So. But yeah, I mean, yeah, kudos. I mean, I com- in in complete agreement when it comes to Brian Kelly. It just feels shifty, man. Like he, I don't know what it is about him. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely. I feel well, like he's the kind of him. guy that's gonna pocket a twenty that he finds on the street, right. like somebody's wallet, like. Uh, like he's the guy. Here, that I'm like, giving you your wallet back, but oh, where's my twenty? Oh man, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't there. Know. It wasn't in there. Someone must have found your wallet before me. Like, <laughs> but right, right. Yeah. <laughs> just turning Brian Kelly into this shady, shifty yeah. individual. He's got his trench coat like, and his fedora like pulled loads. I just don't like the way he looks. He just looks like an asshole. I don't like it. He's like the type. He's like the type. Of Maybe we're being the assholes right yeah, now. We're out of it. Fuck Brian Kelly. He's probably a good dude. <laughs> we're just like we're like yeah. He's oh, he's the type of guy you don't leave your kids with. That's that's, 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 that's that's that Brian Kelly character. Yeah. It's the guy that no, never mind. It's that Kelly family, <laughs> the one that lives up the street, the wild ones. The one that like turns to his buddies like, "Hey, what's his name's daughter's pretty hot, huh?" And they're like, "What? Yeah. You don't say that? Yeah. Come on, yeah. man! Gross yeah. old man. Yeah, he's a gross old man. <laughs> I mean, she's got to be eighteen though, right? No, no. Or, now, now you're being a real. Our image yeah. of Brian Kelly is a lot different than most people's. So, I, uh, I've learned that today. At some point, it's gonna get, at some point it's gonna get back to him. He's gonna be like, "Man, fuck the tailgate podcast." Like, yeah. just. If, if we made an enemy out of Baker Mayfield, now we're making an enemy out of Who was the one this week, though? Bring it on! Who was the, there was another one. Uh, you mentioned it, too. Shit. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, you mentioned it. People the, that we made enemies of? Yeah, who we fake made enemies of. We, <laughs> oh, they watched right. their podcast. We're going to have a list of oh, David, Montgomery. Montgomery. David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Yeah, David Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. real mad about us talking shit on him yeah. and only getting three Friend yards. Friend of the program, David Montgomery. <laughs> 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 Nemesis of the program, yeah. David Montgomery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to back somebody, somebody would just be like, so how do you feel about the tailgate podcast bashing you? Who? Yeah. <laughs> One day you'll know. <laughs> It's the yeah. worst part. It's going to be one of us holding the microphone. <laughs> what do you feel about the tailgate podcast? Who? Like, Die inside. <laughs> <laughs> In the draft in like three years, we'll ask him. <laughs> yeah, you'll know. Uh, you'll know about us one day. So when we're we on Clemson. Live stream the NFL we're draft in Kansas City. We're on Clemson. Split on OU. OU ISU. Bama versus Florida. I think. I know we're all going to be pretty much unanimous here. Florida yeah. was exposed. They had a chance to have a pretty special season. And man, I was hoping. Ruined it. By losing to Max Johnson, the maximum amount of Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> maximum effort. He, maximum that's actually effort. a joke that my good friend Max Thank Johnson you, Ryan says. So oh, like, my God, off camera. He has the reason. maximum amount of Johnson that you can have. Hey. <laughs> you can't have Max Johnson if you don't start Max Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, I got nothing uh, to say. Bama. Yeah, I'm, I'm all on Bama, and I think Bama by whatever more than what the spread is, no matter what it is. Return they're going to wreck them. And I think Mac Jones might lock up a Heisman. Uh, very well could. Uh, 
Uh, but it should be Devontae Smith, who you were on mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Uh, yes. Holy shit. We're talking, like, maybe even jumping into it, like, top ten in the draft at this point. He might be the number two receiver yeah, he, taken after Jamar There's Chase. There's uh, talks of him well, passing Jamar Chase. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, he's so, filled out <laughs> quite a bit, like, as far as, like, yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth on that one. That dude, yeah, that's that right. Dude, How's it feel, jackass? That dude could have <laughs> went into last year's draft and been a top 60 pick, and he bet on himself, and he's about to bank because of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had an 84-yard punt return for a touchdown this week. I know it was against Arkansas, but still, like, he had Money. a 200-yard receiving right. game two weeks ago. Uh, and I mean, the dude, yeah, Devontae Smith is a yeah. is a baller. He's the, the dude is fast too. So I mean, yeah. and like, yeah, I can't wait to see his forty. It's not like he's a slow. Yeah, like yeah. everybody acts like yeah. You're maybe you're a slowpoke next to Jalen Waddle. Everybody the, outside of Tyreek Hill will the be the two hundred yeah. yard receiving game that he had a couple weeks ago. Just watch the three touchdown catches in yep. those games. All of them, incredible catches. Mm-hmm. Right, like, not that he always just burned the guy and yep. like had ten yards of separation. He made crazy catches in the back of the end zone mm-hmm. that you wouldn't expect him to make. It's it's almost like the A.J. Brown thing. Not the best receiver on his team because he's going up with, like, you know, D.K. Metcalf, you know, who is a freak as well. But A.J. Brown is uh, good, A.J. Too. Brown was the best receiver. Yes, he was. At oh, oh, D.K. was the complimentary piece. I mix that up in my head. Yeah. But it's like one of those things where it's like you lose a receiver because the other one's so great. Man. But, man, that kid. And yeah. it, it makes me wonder, you know, the question is like, how were they, how was Ole Miss not, oh, Shea Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> Shea Patterson. Shut up. Yeah, they had no. DK Metcalf, <laughs> Shut up. AJ Brown, Van Jefferson, <laughs> and there's another guy that is supposed to get drafted in this year's draft. I can't think of his name. Uh, and Shea Patterson led them to a six and seven record. I would still mm. take Shea Patterson over Will Howard, but yeah, whatever. Really? He's a cheap man. I, you haven't watched as much I, Will Howard as I have. <laughs> I don't think you've had to watch as much Shea Patterson as he's had to watch. That's a fair point. Shea Shut Patterson up. was bad. Shea Patterson cost some Skyward players Thompson, some money. Skyward Thompson, please come back. Time to hit the old dusty trail. Hey, man. It happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it happens. It's not looking good. Uh, so, yeah, all of us on Bama there. Uh, I think we're probably all going to be unanimous on the next one, too. Um, nope. OSU versus – you're not Northwestern. <laughs> Shut up. OSU versus Northwestern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duncan gets Northwestern. Pencil him and then put it yeah, put It, yep. it goes against your pick. Mentally, goes I have to... you on Northwestern. Purple <laughs> Wildcats, the, Reese the fighting Reese Davises, okay? <laughs> they send him a T-shirt, all too. Oh, good. A custom-made oh, T-shirt. Oh, my God. Fighting Reese Davis. I so want one of them. I do, too. I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> we're all, like, yes, we we we. I don't even know Ohio State's going to win. I d- honestly, I don't even really want Northwestern to win. I don't like Northwestern. You don't? Oh. No, I, I, I know. I've totally, always hated Northwestern. Uh, I, you can't say go no. to Ohio State in the same sentence to me unless I know, it's fuck yourself a, or to hell. But, yeah, you know, no. something, something I, like that. I want the Big Ten to be re- representative in the, right. in the playoffs. Same. I do not want I Northwestern hate, to win like, that game. I hate Ohio State, and I like Joey Galloway that day when he said, oh, well, there are just a bunch of Reese Davises out there. Like, that was just him being a cocky fuck from Ohio State, you know, one yeah. of the big blue blood schools, but... No, he was in. He was right. I mean, this yeah. Northwestern's had one of the best years, if not the best year in school history this year. And Pat Fitzgerald is a superb coach. Since at least '95, when they went to the Rose Bowl with Pat Fitzgerald, oh, star line fair, fair, but still a quarter century. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, that's Ohio State is just on another level right now, and correct. There's a reason that the Big Ten went and altered their rules. To. Well, no, and, I'm and not they, saying it was the wrong the thing, thing to do. At this point, Indiana was. <clears throat> had to cancel their, sca- their game this week because of COVID. So Ohio State would have been in anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, Indiana wasn't playing in that game regardless. 
Sorry. I guess, and that was something because I texted when they announced that the Big Ten was changing it from mm. six, a minimum of six to a minimum of five. Yeah. And this is, I, I texted you guys in the group chat, mm. and obviously you two are Big Ten guys, I'm Big 12, but I just, I was like, man, all these dumbass decisions that the, the decision makers in the Big Ten made right. leading into the season, mm. and then finally, oh, yeah, we should start. We, we're seeing, you know, so stupid. S, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are, are clearly, like, they, they made the right decision in mm. doing that. And then... Now here coming in and changing their rule at the last minute to make sure that Ohio State will still get into the college football playoff, right. which they probably would have without playing in the Big Ten championship. People that don't think that they would have done that no matter what the team was that was undefeated yeah. are insane. Yeah. Oh, well, no, without They were never going to cost themselves right. a playoff season. If people people if saying that they happened, did this for yeah. Ohio State yeah. are, are If it would have been Wisconsin, if they it would have been Iowa, if it, it would have been, been Indiana, anyone. They did this because yeah. it was the best for the conference. Yeah, and yes. that, that is the correct move. Yeah, but correct. the fact that you had to make that move in the first place shows that your decision yeah. makers go, go back were not I don't think Kevin Warren's going to have a job for very long. Yeah. Go back a couple weeks. Indiana upsets Ohio State. They would have wanted an undefeated Indiana team yeah, to go into sure. this. Yeah. That's it's absolutely. It's just that blatant. And they just now need Indiana to. Is having those COVID concerns. They would have had the same mm-hmm. issues down the stretch that and Ohio State did. Let's be honest. The quarterback that they got, I, I struggle. I can't Penix. think of his name right now. No, well, no, Penix. I know oh, who's out, but yeah. the the kid who replaced oh, him, who who I transferred, can't his name is, yeah. uh, from uh, Utah. Utah. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, the Utes. But he. Uh, like after losing Penix, that was going to set back Indiana anyway. That kid sure. showed that he was a ga- he's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was. I mean, the Big Ten was going to do it regardless, mm. and so it's the right move. It's just again, you just continue that, that black eye just continues to look worse right. and worse. Absolutely. Speaking <clears throat> of the black eye, I would like to apologize to me to Aaron. Thank you. Ooh. Um, Thank you for apologizing on behalf of the Big Ten, <clears throat> on behalf of the. Zero social distancing that is happening with the Michigan football team. Yeah, they kind of gave up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so fifty they, positive COVID cases, by the 50, way. Fifty over, actually over fifty. 50. Yeah. Over fifty positive cases. I don't. I, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so the Big Ten came out and decided that they were going to change the schedule. Um, even after Michigan be, basically being like, we're probably not going to play next week either because we just can't get this thing in under control, so, and they canceled. The game that they're second playing. place Iowa team yeah. in the West should have been playing a second place Indiana team this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Instead, the Big Ten said, "No, no, no. We're going to also use this weekend as a way for historic rivalry games to be made up by certain teams that didn't get to play." So they took Indiana and matched them up against Purdue, and they took Wisconsin and matched them up against interdivision opponent. Minnesota instead of cross, and obviously it's the same way on that side too. But um, and they put the second place team. We were supposed to play the sixth place team, because that helps your resume a lot. Uh, A team that's lost two games, won six in a row, gets told, "Hey, you haven't missed a single game because of COVID. You're the only team in the conference who was responsible and didn't have a single game." Canceled because of COVID? Yeah, fuck you. We're going to match you up against the one team who is definitely not going to play next week. This just in. To be a Wolverine, you can't lose games if you don't play them. 
True. <laughs> you can't lose games. I think John Ohio State, avoiding Iowa, Iowa City again. 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Fun yeah. fact about your, your coach, John Harbaugh. Or Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, sorry. I was uh, like, we have John? That's <laughs> 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 great. That's great news. Uh, yeah, the Harbaugh's. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not only did has he never won as a coach or player in Iowa City, he also grew up in Iowa City because his dad was an assistant coach what? under Bob Cummings. I was unaware of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, at a, as a very young child, hit by a mail truck in Iowa City, Iowa. If I Real story. Crazy, look it up. You still call me Superman. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh got hit by a fucking mail truck when he was a child and then proceeded to never win a game in his career in the city he grew up in. It's, it's, it's like a he avoided. You would, can't make that shit up. It's, 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 it's a, a case of the thing. city yips. Is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he steps into Iowa City and he gets a little uneasy. He yeah. sees a mail truck and he just jumps a little bit. You know, like it's traumatizing. Yeah. I get it. But yeah, he, has been, he was the quarterback of the famous one versus two Michigan yeah. Ohio State game when 1985 when uh, come rain Bobby or come Hatton. shine, bitch. Yeah, we kicked the game-winning field goal and took that number one spot. Uh, fuck we? you. I you were even born yet. There's a CeeLo so, song I'm thinking of. Right and then now. Ohio State beat us. And yeah, I only say play for a national I'm, title. I'm old man, so. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, yeah, fun fact about Jim Harbaugh. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is, that's, a cool, that that's a cool little bit of info. Yeah. <laughs> the mail truck driver did it on purpose. It did. He saw so. the future. <laughs> I, I <hope laughs> Nostradamus. So. I don't know how yeah, I got to end this, boy. <laughs> I don't know how I know this, but that kid's going to fuck with us somehow. <laughs> no, we're going to fuck with him. Yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm not. Rent, Iowa City, Iowa <laughs> yeah. lives rent-free in Jim Harbaugh. I'm in your head, me. Yeah, finals. Getting back to that rabbit hole, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're all on OSU um, was the story there. Uh, but the Big Ten... Get your shit together. Jesus Christ. Yes, please. Um, Seriously. Final matchup. Getting the preseason favorite matchup, uh, even though it shouldn't have been that. Uh, USC undefeated 4 or 5-0, and oh, whatever the hell they are, uh, versus Oregon, who is in that game because Washington can't play because of COVID concerns. Washington had, like, two losses. So I mean, we talk about the Big way, Ten needing to get their shit straight. Like, Pac-12, Seriously. Back 12, um, come on. Yeah, sorry, just got a notification that Keontae Johnson, the kid that passed out, is in stable condition. Right now. Great update from this morning. Yep. This morning, Thank they were, goodness. Or last night, yeah. they were saying that he was in a medically right. induced coma. Yeah, it was. It so. was that's, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, no, really. I just saw that. I was like, no, oh, that's, 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 that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that was, that was a very situation. scary moment on Wait, Saturday. Saturday right. I believe Saturday. During yeah. warm-ups, right? Just no, no. It was He had just he had just completed an alley-oop against Florida State. To, and then, yeah, he was celebrating with his teammates and then going back to the sideline. It happened during the commercial break because they come back from the commercial break. And the announcers, the, the cameras was away from the court because he, he collapsed on the court. Oh, and it was, like, it was to a point where Leonard Hamilton, the coach for Florida State, was having to ask his players, like, hey, can you, can you go do this? And that's, that's his players, Florida State. This was a Florida player. And he's asking to ask his players, like, can you play this game? Can you complete? Yeah, I'm surprised they continued that game, actually. Yeah. I am, too. That's 100% I am, too. Those, it's, yeah, yeah, players on both sides were reminiscent of Hank Gathers. Very str- were struggling greatly. Tears all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine seeing something like that. Yeah. No. And uh, Kevin Ware. Uh, he didn't that die. Too. But he, I, yeah, yeah, that was well, a, I mean, that, that was, was a freak. Like, that was Gathers, a, that was a heart condition. He died on the court. Oh, right, that was right, a gr- right, Yeah, right, that right. was a gross, gruesome injury. This was like, holy shit, this kid might die. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was in critical condition for the last few sorry, days, and so that's thank you, thank you for yeah. that's that's awesome. Uh, back to football, though. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, USC. I honestly like. I didn't don't like the team overall, but they are the best team in the Pac-12. Yeah. I do think they beat Oregon. If not, whatever. If Either not, team, then Urban Meyer will go take the job. Anyway. Right. Maybe. Let's see. I hope so. We'll get to that in a second. I think, honest, as, as, as shady of a guy as he is, I think Urban Meyer is good for college football. Oh, absolutely. He's one of the best coaches. He's ever. one of the two or three best coaches in the game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking USC. And God, it's funny because we sit here and talk about how we don't like Brian Kelly and yet <laughs> Urban Meyer. Who's no, like, I don't like him. I just oh, think he's man. a fantastic coach. Yeah. He's like one of the three coaches that yeah. can say, like, yeah, I beat Nick Saban quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or a few times at least. Um, do not like. Do so not like. That, with our predictions, that would put Notre Dame, Clemson, Bama, and probably Ohio State as the top four. Mm. which would be unchanged. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how the boring that sounds, but it's the COVID year. Those teams are consistently yep. four yep. of the top teams in the country. Anyway, Sorry, even a one, yeah, one loss Notre Dame deserves to be in over a one loss Texas a Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, Unless yeah. it's, I mean, if it's an ass kicking, then the, the yeah, narrative that, might shift a little bit. Yeah. But. The playoff committee has something to think about if they lose by – we're going to put USC in. <laughs> right. We're going to make USC jump like 10 teams just to get in the playoffs. Gross. Yeah. I think they're in like, Gross. like the middle of the like the teams. Like, I don't but they're an undefeated conference champion. Gross. Gross. Yeah, an undefeated conference champion with five wins. Gross. Uh, moving on to the Heisman prediction. I know we kind of touched on Mac Jones uh, could finally kind of solidify himself as the Heisman favorite. With a win over Florida, especially if he outplays Trask head-to-head, which given the how Trask has uh, struggled without Kyle Pitts and how deep Bama is. It looks like trash receiver. without Pitts? Trash. Yes. Mm-hmm. Trask is trash without Pitts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, ain't that just the Pitts? That's a trash call. Speaking of which, Kyle Pitts has to be like one of the best tight end prospects in – Quietly. A long time. Um, well, not really frankly, like, if you're not, not paying attention to Kyle Pitts this year, then okay. like, he's, he's very much on the scene. He's putting up number one receiver numbers at tight end. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, best tight end prospects over the last decade. Look at Iowa. Obviously, I was going to say people are going to say Hawkinson or Fant, but yeah. I think people Kittle, looked at them as like, yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be, you know. Vernon Davis? First round picks. I was going to, Kellen Winslow, Jr., like. I mean, there's... It, it's like, been a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's... Like we said, he has number one we've receiver seen, type of speed. We've seen size, guys like six, Ebron six, and Hawkinson six. go top ten both to the Lions. Uh, but Shut um, up. <laughs> Hawkinson's at least Hawkinson's doing okay. Really good. Hawkinson's yeah. really good. Yeah, he's Ebron resurrected really his career once he, he got out of Detroit. Shut so. up. Actually, it happens. It, it, yeah, it, it happens. It's Martellus Detroit. Bennett did it after yeah. he left the, the Cowboys. Yeah, right. it, it happens. Um, God, I, I'm trying to think... Uh, First round tight ends. That's a. It's been a while. I would think Winslow. Someone, Winslow yeah. was such a ridiculous prospect. Yeah. Troutman was the first. Also, off the board. he was second round dad, this year. Troutman was the first one off the board. Who? Se- uh, Troutman uh, for New Orleans was was. I thought it was Komet. I think Cole Komet went first. Yes. Oh yeah, it was. It was Komet. He was near the top of the second round. Yeah, it was second, okay. yeah. I was going to say it was second round. He was like he was one of the first pick. five or six picks yeah. in the first. In the second round, surprise because. I mean, Chicago has ten board. tight ends on their roster. Yeah, Jimmy Graham board. and a million other guys. Your mom, like, 
Your mom? My grandma. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought there was a guy named your mom. Like, yeah. It's it's just... <laughs> I was like, your mom? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they also have the other... My bas- mom or your mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they also have the basketball player, Juana Man. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie, by the way. But yeah. Awesome uh, movie. I, I got to believe that it's probably Mac Jones at this point. Like, yeah. there's no one else. I mean, there's people that have Fields s- didn't play enough games. Yeah. Uh, same, didn't. same with same Lawrence. ETN had a couple bad games. Uh, Derek King had Brees a Hall kind of got passed by Najee mm-hmm. Harris in that yeah. in the running back conversation. Yeah. Derek King had a solid no, season, like but also not like a lead. I know, but what, 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 what Hall did that number of I games with the hundred yards and a touchdown in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, but still, he's on undefeated Bama team. Like, yeah. To, See, and I use that as the other. Like, yeah. uh, I argue yeah. on the other end is he's also got other mm-hmm. two other Heisman candidates. That's on that true. Team, so. What is it? Yeah. Is Ian Book even in the conversation? I haven't seen him. <laughs> top ten, high. sure. Top five, and especially no. if yeah. he if he has a great game against Clemson and beats them again. Then yes, I think that might that's, vault him right up into being invited right. to New York. But that's about it. Like, good. <laughs> but his stats aren't bad on the year. Not like, at all. He's that's the only other one that I can see being on, or sorry on the outside looking in. Team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I I can't think of anyone else that should be in there. No. But I think Mac Jones has the the easiest route to locking up the Heisman mm-hmm. of anyone. Uh, kids having an incredible year. You know? if, if they struggle, if now Bama struggles with Florida and Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence puts up a monster game on Notre Dame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trevor yeah. Lawrence could, he could take it right back. But, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, it's going to uh, be an interesting weekend for sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, it's interested to see how the next couple of weeks play out with the conference titles, Heisman, the bowls and everything. Cause like I said, the, the bowl, mm-hmm. the bowls took off the limit on how many games. Yeah. You have to win or even play in. Yeah. So you could see some. Right. K State might be. Yeah, we might get invited. We'll see okay. at four and six. I'm honestly Ooh. super excited this weekend yeah. to work because I'm bartending on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I'm super excited to tell people to f off about the NFL games. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like oh, yeah. college is college championships. Yes. College college conference championships. championships. Where I'm very glad that I work at a bar with a million TVs. Yeah. So we can. Well, we have we have lots games. of mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out yeah. taps on me. Shout out the yes. well. Yeah, we can definitely. I'm definitely going to be watching football all day when I'm not working. So, oh, yeah. one, one, one more note on college football that I wanted to say, and it's, I texted you guys about it, and this was interesting. It's coming out of the Big 12. But after the K, their, K, their game with Kansas got uh, canceled for a second time this year, uh, Texas, their athletic director, Chris Del Conte, did come out. And this is touching on something we've talked about before with Tom Herman, the Urban Meyer rumors. Is he came out and said that I want to wait. He's like, I, I, it's my it's – my, uh, policy to wait until the end of the season to evaluate my coaching situations right. he's like with the season now the regular season officially over uh he's like tom herman is he's like i want to reiterate tom herman is our coach yeah yeah it's, i mean it shows confidence but, to your guy but that yeah. wording that yeah. verbiage yeah because espn came out and said texas ad confirms that tom herman will return for 2021 season it's like said. And those those words did not, not actually specify that. That left say those a words. lot of wiggle room if, yeah. if Urban yeah. Meyer decides that he wants to and all, to and jump aboard. I wouldn't yeah. doubt if maybe they keep him for one more year just because of what they do, like mm-hmm. potentially could have coming back with mm. the quarterback and well, like, and I, the star running back. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of the seniors will leave because their schools, their coaching staff will be like, we don't have enough scholarships. No, we've yeah. got incoming kids. <clears throat> Sam Ellinger will be a di- will he'll be an exception. Yeah. Like, he would be welcome back. You always make an exception staff. for quarterbacks. For yes, sure. and and a kid who wants to 
wants to yeah. win like he does, wants to return oh, Texas to, to national glory. So just a For little sure. interesting thing that I read. It was like ESPN apparently, yeah, ESPN's going forward by saying that he's definitely, there. he's coming back next year. But, yeah, Chris Del Conte's words were not indicative yeah. that if, that is absolutely 100% the case. It's what we said last week. I mean, if Urban Meyer comes up to your program with where you're at and goes, hey, I want to be your coach. <laughs> All right, fine. Done. Unless, it, like, unless it's Bama. Right. You, you are considering firing your coach. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree. Um, but we have seen a couple firings along the way. Uh, Muschamp a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We had Kevin Someone fired the other day. Uh, Lovey Smith is out. Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn's the yeah. big one. That's, That's a huge, huge. Yeah. Uh Rumors that maybe Hugh Freeze might get that job, leaving Liberty. And now Art Bryles. Liberty, Liberty. Because Liberty, Liberty <clears throat> guess who their athletic director is? Former Baylor athletic director oh, who got uh, fired uh-huh. because of the whole yep, Art, Bryles Art Bryles and all that controversy yeah. is now Liberty, and Art Bryles will probably be a Division One coach again with a lot of talent. But having said that, with that, you know, we, we say that that's a huge job opening. That's also a big coaching candidate for the other job openings. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like Malzahn's been garbage no. at Auburn. He's taken them to a no. national championship. There's going to be a team that picks up. Chris yeah, Malzahn. and and again, he, they were ranked. Turned around. The they program. were ranked a week ago. He went to a national title. Uh, that's why I said, like, like yeah. in the same fact, like. He kept that, like, because I mean, he kept them afloat. Yeah, and this is in the Auburn program. Every two years, and and he got fired in a season when it's not like they they had a losing record. Like they were ranked a week ago, right? And once again, we talked about the the same thing with the Urban Meyer thing. Is guess who he can beat at times? Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) something Malzahn has upset some pretty good Bama teams. Michigan. Ooh, Michigan. I would like it a lot, honestly, I, I but think, I just I think Harbaugh's back. Bar- yeah, Harbaugh. I see. Oh, no, 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 I agree. I G- agree. Given the situation, but, what came out this week with like yeah. the different, I think like, Harbaugh's teams. back. But Malzahn would have been Malzahn would have been the first candidate up. that I would have been like, hire this dude. Put him if Urban right Meyer's not come back, what about what if what would would USC move on from Clay Helton for Gus Malzahn? I think they should. I think they should. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> this thing, offense definitely works in the Pac-12 for sure. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, I think we'll see a couple other firings. We'll, that'll all shake out as the right. week, in the next coming weeks as we see who does and doesn't make bowl games. Uh, but already some interesting coaching changes out there, oh, yeah. uh, coaching candidates out there. I mean, very interesting com- couple weeks coming up with this COVID ball. But mm-hmm. kind of move on to, speaking of Saturday, because all the good games on Saturday. Oh, my gosh, uh, more. Games. Guess what else we get on Saturday? One versus three. Yep. Iowa versus Gonzaga. Yep. Luca fucking Garza. Is man. a huge bitch. Which you got to wonder, and it's one of those things I've won. I was talking, I with, with, them talking with people this weekend and when they were showing the ad that it's going to be uh, Gonzaga-Iowa. I was like, this should have been a one two, potentially a 1-2 matchup because if yes. they would have played Baylor, mm-hmm. Iowa probably jumps up. That would have been Gonzaga's second time playing, the number, playing a 1-2 matchup of the season. Like, yeah. This insane. early early season stretch of elite teams playing each other oh is just freaking awesome. Yeah, and yeah, it's, and it's completely masked with people because of college football. Uh, <laughs> college ma- football masked with people because uh, yeah, COVID. <laughs> COVID year. Um, but yeah. yeah, with like NFL and uh, it, it, I mean sometimes it sucks, but NFL and college football, yeah. like you're losing some of these good early games, but mm-hmm. these will all matter. For you, eventually, when you like look at the schedule, you try to make your you know NCAA picks. Where you watching? Where you seeing the players? Like what? Right. Like how are these teams performing? Top two offenses in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what the over under for that game is? A lot. 
178. A lot. That's a lot for a college That's a lot. Game. That is especially, no offense, did, especially involving a Big Ten team. What did Iowa just score? 105 <laughs> against Iowa State. <laughs> and then followed up by 100, actually 106 the very next game against Northern Illinois. Yeah. And but like still, before that, wasn't it like 90? That's the most points scored by either team in the series history. Which Like, I, I worked at a bar that is, that is an Iowa bar for five mm-hmm. years, and I, I watched Iowa basketball so many years where it would be you know 60-something, 50-something. This Iowa team is a lot of fun to watch. They oh, are. gosh, yes. Yeah, we have shooters. We have the best player in the country, and, yes, he is. Once again, he sorry, is. Obi Toppin, you were not the best player in the country last year. Luca Garza was. And he is again. And he's better. And he just scored 34 points in 17 minutes. The Peacock. Against state, in-state rival, 25 of which was in the second half. 90% from the field. Like Lucas are running Jesus. the basketball world right now. Lucas are running the basketball yes. world. Yes. Uh, Who runs but, the world? Lucas. So that game was actually interesting for a minute because Garza, Garza <laughs> got gross. into first it's half gross. foul trouble and didn't right. play a whole lot. Yeah. Only had nine points at the half. Mm-hmm. And then Iowa State actually went on a run, took the lead in the second half, fairly early in the second half, but still, they took the lead. Garza goes back in and scores 21 straight points. The kid is so 21 straight points. <laughs> when we when Hit we five threes in a uh, row. When we use the saying at times. That's the kind of thing that I'm used to watching K-State give up. Uh, yeah, when when we ooh, well, that tangent's coming later. Um, yeah, very so, soon. Yeah, very soon. <laughs> um, can't so wait. When we say I mean we say the saying every now and then when you when you look at certain prospects in mm-hmm. uh, either basketball or football but a man amongst boys yes. on the court. Like, he is head and shoulders this guy was different than anyone else. And yet he he's gets to get complimented by guys like Bohannon. Like, that's, that's, yeah. like mm-hmm. that roster is just so Ugh. freaking C.J. Frederick and, yeah, Joe Weisskamp. Yeah. The McCaffrey Jeez. brothers. Like, that, that roster is stacked, and it's going to be stacked next year. If they're, you're a transfer big man, you should consider Iowa mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are a grad transfer, look what Luka Gars is doing. You can be that guy next year. Yeah. Uh, Good God, man. <clears throat> the guy has improved his game so much. See, like going six mm-hmm. for seven from three-point range on the game yeah. against an in-state rival, like I said, throwing 34 points in 17 minutes, mm-hmm. averaging 30 a game at this point, yeah. and beating UNC and Iowa State in one week. Unreal. And it, it's like obviously big time guys here. Right. So it's it, it's not hard for me to talk about the other teams because obviously like, we all have our fan loyalty and all that stuff. But like right. when you're watching Big Ten basketball day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, because it matters so much more to you. When you're watching a kid like Luca Garza play, and I will send Aaron texts and my buddy uh, shout out Nick Camrath. Uh, um, when I'm watching <laughs> Iowa play and I'm watching Luca Garza, I'm sitting in my seat terrified that that guy's going to come into my home at some point in time and play my team. And it's man against boys. It is the one option you, you have to be like, we have to shut him down. And so I think there's maybe one coach that might be able to try to scheme against them. UNC did the best I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and it still to, didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And kudos to Roy Williams. Yeah. I was pins and needles yeah. on that. Cause didn't you guys drop 90 on UNC or something? Nine, like that? Yeah. Yeah. We dropped quite a yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so What's up, Grant? He dropped ninety. <laughs> not, we took dropped, a break. Uh, Luca, now. So the the guards played very well against right. UNC, but they did have a lull where UNC took again. It was fairly similar to what happened in the Iowa State game. Yeah. UNC takes the lead early in the second half. Mm-hmm. Garza hadn't been playing that well because UNC probably has the deepest 
group of big men in the country. They have four legit six ten, yeah, six ten or taller guys who are all good defenders, and they played Luca very well. But when it got tied. In the second half, what did Luca do? He came out. Scored 10 straight points. Yeah. The very next game against Iowa State, 21 straight points. Like, that's – We said the same thing about Zach Wilson, obviously, for football. Like, go great. watch the highlight. Mm-hmm. But if you specifically want a game to go watch, watch the UNC versus Iowa game because Roy Williams does a great job mm-hmm. defending against Luca Garza. It didn't but matter. then it didn't The guards – the, guard, the, the three guards uh, hit 17 combined three-pointers yeah. in that game. Yeah. So – yeah, t- try to take Luke out of the game. Mm. The guards are stepping up because mm-hmm. they're veterans. They've, they've been in those situations before. I would never thought I'd get to the point in my life where I can say that Iowa has beaten UNC twice in four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, no, no one at this table is going to deny that Roy Williams is one of the greatest basketball coaches Absolutely. of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's just one of those things. If there's one state that has a, a grind against Roy Williams because the amount of basketball talent he's stolen – from mm. our universities, <laughs> that's the university. It's the yeah. state of Iowa. Yeah. yeah, you talk about even Harrison Barnes and uh, Iowa State. Point guard, uh, oh, oh, uh, um, uh, Page, shoot. Marcus Page, Marcus Page. Mm-hmm. Yes, just talking about them another day. Those two alone at UNC, but even when he was at Kansas, he had a team with three different Iowa guys: Nick Collison, Kirk yeah. Heinrich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rafe LaFrance he took for out of Iowa oh, as shit. well. He was. Fr- like, he stole the best talent from Iowa a lot. Yeah. But that was – both both wins were incredible. But I am so looking forward to this Gonzaga matchup because yeah. it's – there's – the contrast in styles is like, oh, there's any points. There's NFL. Many points. NFL on Saturday. Iowa Gonzaga yeah. on Saturday. Conference all these titles. conference title games. Yes. Like, yeah. Woo. I, I, I will – I will curse someone out at the bar if I do not get to watch at least <laughs> all these yeah. games in one. Yeah. No, I, you want to watch what? Yeah. <laughs> no, we are not putting on preseason NBA basketball. Yeah. Sorry. Can you put the KU game on? Yeah, you can eat. Not today. Yeah. Not today we can't. Uh, but, yeah, it's so fun to watch, like, the once-in-a-generation talent. Mm-hmm. Luca is by far the best basketball player in Iowa history. Yeah. And, God damn, he's playing during my lifetime. That's incredible. <laughs> I hate, like, I mean, Doug you guys have had a million yeah. players. Like this. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> not like, like this, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Fat Five. But uh, I was gonna say we <laughs> have none no. of those guys were as good a scorers as Luca. Fair. I got uh, to see, no, yeah, I got to see the Michael Beasley, Bill Walker. Yeah. yeah. But even that was ended up being underwhelming. I got, so. to, see, I got to see Trey Burke cold from three. Um, <laughs> I did get to see Jacob Hole, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but I, I mean, like watching this guy, I, I. I'm terrified at every point in time because I don't know if there's necessary. Roy, if Roy Williams can't figure out a scheme, that makes me hard pressed to think that Tom Izzo yeah. or holding know, holding Luca in check <laughs> is like, 16 points, 14 rebounds against UNC. Ugh. That's holding him in check. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's nuts. Yeah, Duncan, I think you have something you need to get off your chest. <laughs> how's the K State's basketball program going? Yeah, how's it going, man? Uh, let's see. Last week. They play it now. We're, we're kicking off Big Twelve play tonight. Mm. Iowa State. Did you guys start the week with a win? Uh, yeah, we we won mm-hmm. on Friday. Uh, Ooh, we cool. beat uh, Milwaukee. Oh, oh yeah. I've been there. Yeah, we beat them by one. We don't speak of that city. We beat them seventy six <laughs> to seventy five. Oh, I've heard that story. Um, <laughs> beat them seventy six to seventy five. Earlier last week, I I I, I, don't, I I almost can't say this. Kansas State lost at home. To Fort Hayes State. Are they good? They're Fort really Hayes good. State had lost 
Hadn't won a game yet, and they had lost to the likes of Washburn and Emporia State. Are they good? Yeah. These are these are the teams that KU plays just to warm. Those are the exhibition matchups. Mm-hmm. Fort Hayes State is an exhibition team. I feel like we're and, having ominous, ominous like organ music playing in the background, like a preacher getting ready. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that would be fantastic. Uh, but no, they. Crazy. Amen. <laughs> and it's this isn't just usually an exhibition matchup. This was an exhibition matchup for Fort Hayes State. This game didn't count. It did for Kansas State. It did not for Fort Hayes State. Fort Hayes State head coach and associate head coach were out because of COVID concerns. Mm. They, they're, the, the guy, the coach running the team was a 29-year-old in his second year with the team in his fifth year as a coach, period. That's younger than not, all Not us. a college coach, a coach. Fifth year. So, and he outcoached Bruce Weber. He went into Manhattan, Kansas, into the Octagon of Doom, Bramlage Coliseum, and you didn't just upset Kansas State. Is it the Octagon of Doom anymore? Oh, it used to be. Oh, man. When a Frank Martin it was. It's like when Nebraska brings back, back the black shirts, though. Like, is it, though? We were in the Elite Eight like three years ago. Um, with Bruce Weber. Oh, I'm going to get to that. Uh... This he we we didn't just lose to Fort Hayes State. It's the octagon and boom. It's they ran the table. They, uh, Fort Hayes State had the lead from the get go, wire to wire, and they beat us by double digits. They were up by twenty one at one point in Manhattan, Kansas. I read somewhere that somebody uh, somebody made a great point: is you could have taken their starting five and Kansas State starting five, and just put them on a on a on a concrete court on a pickup court, roll a basketball out there, and based on athleticism alone, Kansas State probably smokes them. They're starting five. Just and because Kansas State actually has four four star or better, four top one fifty recruits as true freshmen this year. And well balanced. You got a seven foot one center who is athletic as all hell and actually is a high energy guy, not like a lot of the lethargic seven footers. Uh, not Luke, obviously. Um, but you've got a Nobody's point Luke. you've got a point guard, <laughs> Nigel Pack, who looks like a future superstar. This kid is in he's a he's a distributor. He also can hit threes. Uh, they've got another. They've got two more wings. One that's really athletic. One that's a shooter. Like Kansas State has a well balanced group of freshmen. And if the coaching job Bruce up, Weber coaches them, yeah, they lost back to back games to a winless teams. One of them was a winless UNLV. It was also an absolute garbage winless UNLV team. They lost to them. Then they lose by double digits to Fort Hayes State again. The game didn't fucking count for Fort Hayes State. So you probably paid them also a yep. lot of money to play them. Yeah, yeah. Come on in and in December and come on in. Uh, come on in and kick our ass. And uh, yeah, Bruce Weber, you got out. We like to be twenty-nine-year-old. Here's a five hundred thousand dollars check. You got out coached by ass. a twenty-nine-year-old in his fifth year as a coach. Period. Not a baby. And uh, so people defend Bruce Weber, and it's in Kansas State fans are inherently loyal. We got to see Bill Snyder for three decades. Yeah, there was the. Experiment Run Prince years. <laughs> but we also we loved Frank Martin when we had him. We loved Frank Martin when we had John Curry's dipshit dumbass chased Frank Martin out of town because well he wasn't gonna be able to replace or fire and replace Bill Snyder, so might as well go get his own guy in college basketball. You go and get Bruce Weber. Bruce Weber, the guy who in two thousand five coached Illinois to the national title game where they lost to North Carolina with three future NBA point guards in Lutherhead, D. Brown, and Darren Williams, a top five pick, and a, four, or a, a future uh, NBA All Star, but they were all Bruce, Bruce uh, I'm sorry, Bill Self's players. Mm-hmm. 
And then immediately took Illinois into mediocrity from there. Mm -hmm. They were very bad. 2013, his first season, he comes to Kansas State, the 2012-13 season. He takes Frank Martin's players after John Curry had pissed off Frank Martin and had him leave to go take South Carolina. And I know he took him to a Final Four, but that was not even a lateral move at no, the time. That was, clearly, that was clearly like, I don't want to be here anymore because this is an asshole who is my boss. And so they, they go – Kansas State wins a share of the Big 12 championship that year. We have Rodney Magruder. We have Angel Hernandez. We have good players – and what do we do? We get a four seed, and we immediately lose to a 13 seed in the first round of the play, uh, the first round of the, uh, the tournament. Oh, was that team good? Then he rebuilds. Then he kicks most of those players out two years later and but rebuilds with this awesome threesome, awesome uh, trio of freshmen, Dean Wade, Barry Brown, Kamal Stokes. But we still go through growing pains. But then we win an Elite Eight game in their junior year. We make it to the Elite Eight. And people say, you know, Bruce, Bruce Weber has earned a lot of cred for that, a lot of credibility. But when you look at that, we were in the tournament as a nine seed. We beat Creighton in the first round, 8-9 eight, eight, matchup. Awesome. What do we do in the second round? We became the first team to ever play a 16 seed in the second round because UMBC had pulled off the shocking upset over Virginia, first 16 over one matchup, mm -hmm. and we almost lost to them. In one of the, it, was, it looked like K-State was very, actively okay, trying to lose. Should be noted. Very, very underseeded UMBC team. Well, yes, one absolutely. of the, the reason why they were able to beat a one seed, that team was not bad at all. No. They lost like <laughs> oh, no, six no, no. games. Yeah, they were good. They were really good. But that mat that matchup when Kansas State beat them, it was one of those fifty to forty something games. Sure. Like it was an absolute. It was dog shit. Yeah. yeah. And then they did the Sweet Sixteen, pulled off a great win over Kentucky. That was awesome. And then you lose to Loyola Chicago in the Elite Eight to lose out on a chance to go to the Final Four. And what was the name of that nun that they kept? Was it Sister Mary Margaret? <laughs> yeah. Um, you weren't really, they weren't losing to you guys. And no, and they had, they had <laughs> yeah. two kids from Blue Valley, too. That Loyola Chicago oh, team. Really? Yeah, they did. Uh, two, yeah, two kids that went to Blue Valley North or Northwest or something. And so, yeah, it was, and that's, that was a good team. But it's like, you almost lost to UMBC, hmm. and then you did lose to the 11 seed that shocked everybody and yeah. made their mm -hmm. final four run. Uh so yeah, that's, yeah, it's an Elite Eight appearance, but I almost feel like there should be an asterisk on it. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, you win a share of the Big 12 championship. Awesome year. Barry Brown, Dean Wade, uh, Kamal Stokes, the seniors. And again, you get a four seed, you lose to the 13 seed in the first round. Were they good? I don't even remember. We, no, 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 we lost to Belmont. No, 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 not Belmont. We lost to somebody. It was a California team who was a 13 seed. And it was almost a home, like it was an hour away from the California team's location. Like I do remember being like, "Wow, Never we kind of got screwed in that." Like, Never loved that. It got a, it was almost a home game. So anyway, Bruce Weber gets a lot of credibility, Is but there's a good? lot of asterisks with it. And so he just had his second his second reboot now this this last off season. They have one senior on the team, one junior on the team who was a transfer. Mm. All the rest are freshmen and sophomores. I'm pretty much waiting. It's like, yeah, we've got all this exciting, you know, two good recruiting classes in a row. Well, who's he going to dismiss this offseason? So how many more years until you guys hire Brad Underwood? It should have been two years ago. And this is something you'll talk to a lot of K-Staters. When I was at Kansas State, Underwood was under Bob Huggins and then Frank Martin. And I, I got to have the privilege of actually be, being at a lot of the – I worked for the, the Jumbotron crew, so I got to be on the court for a couple hours before most of the games. And Brad Underwood was basically the guy running the team. Frank Martin just kind of stood off and watched. Underwood's the guy who was on the court 
getting everybody going. He was the one running the show, basically. Mm. Brad Underwood, you saw what he did at Stephen F. Austin, mm. and then he only, yeah, he kind of screwed Oklahoma State, just went, you know, the one in one year, and then he jumped to Illinois. Right. But had he jumped to Kansas State, I would have been all over it. I would have absolutely yeah. loved him. Because here's the fact. Bruce Weber, it's not a lot of coaches get to have two reboots. And last year, they lost the most games in school history, and they returned three of the key players from the back-to-back Elite Eight and co-Big 12 champion teams, Xavier Sneed, Cardi Ajara, and McCall Moween, like guys who were in the top six or seven of that rotation. Mm-hmm. And Sneed had a phenomenal tournament in that Elite Eight run and looks like a future star. They won 11 games last year, least in school history. Because, pe- like, I've heard so many people say... But Can't they won the fans- first one in their conference tournament. <laughs> We did. I was there. I saw it. That was the last game played at the Big 12 cha- Championship Tournament yeah. last year. So we're, we're champs by my, you know. God, it seems like it's been a millennium since It then. really does. Um, but it's... It, 2020 is almost over. 2020 guys. is almost over. Only a couple weeks left. Uh, but no, it's, he... Like, to, to be that bad last year when you returned the talent that he did and only win 11 games. For contrast, in the, as I like to call it, the scorched earth Missouri years after Frank Haith got them in NCAA trouble, mm. and then they were just like, oh, Kim Anderson, you, uh, you, you're a loyal Mizzou alum. You've always, this is your dream job. You want to come coach us when we're not going to be able to do jack shit and we're going to be terrible? Yeah. His, three, his record in his three years there when they had basically were taken down to the studs. Like, they, they were a skeleton Absolutely team. Nothing. Uh, they went 9-23, and 10-21, and 21, and 8-24. and 24. Mm-hmm. A Bruce Weber team with three returning stars won 11 games last year. All seniors, right? Uh, it was uh, two seniors and a junior. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Jara transferred out. Moeen and, and, and Snead are both gone, neither of whom were drafted. So, I mean, Snead at one point looked like a potential first-round pick, and then he was absolute dog shit last year. Yeah. And Weber, again, he got this opportunity to, to reboot. And I gave them a pass when they lost their first game to Drake, because I was like, we literally hadn't gotten to have a full five-on-five practice until four days before. Yeah. But they've gotten worse. Mm. It was, at least to a, UNLV is one thing, but they got crushed by Colorado, who's not that great mm. this year. And then they lose, just that, that Fort Hayes State, like, I really can't grasp my mind around mm. that. That is a historically bad loss and even for the, any the game, school. The game that I saw that they won, they played like garbage. Well, yeah, the, and this is and Bruce Weber's hallmark has always been defense. Yeah. This team doesn't know what the fuck they're doing on defense. Not at all. Like, and that was the thing. Fort Hayes State is doing this. They're getting open open lanes to the basket for drives to the basket. They're not getting they're hands in the face. Threes. They're not like, like no. j- j- the basic. Hey, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, they're bad. And and that, like it's if he doesn't get fired this off season, And again, I know a lot of case leaders are gonna be like, oh, you don't know how good you have it. Like uh, Weber's a pretty good coach. <laughs> Then but, did Tom Asbury, did, did Jim Woldridge, did Taylor. all these other terrible coaches that we've had in, in team hist- in school history, did they ever have the worst winning se- or the worst uh, season in school history? <laughs> no. Gene, Gene Taylor. Taylor is the AD, he's, and this is why I, I'm excited because him. I think that Taylor is going to get this opportunity now. He already went and got Chris Kleiman after, after Bill Snyder retired. Mm. I think that Weber should be done. I mean, it, he should be done now. TJ yep. Ustazen. But, huh? South Dakota State. TJ Ustazen. He worked under... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I like that. Uh, Prom and uh, shoot, why am I blanking? Now Nebraska's coach. 
Iowa State. Uh, Fred Hoiberg. Oh, I, would, I mean, yeah. I would love that. And this is yeah. this is what I, I, t- I text my friends. I was like, there's got to be at least 50 <laughs> coaches out there. There's got to be at least 50 coaches out there that would come take the K-State job that would do a better job than Bruce Weber. It's like, it is, and I know this was a long-winded rant, but this is something I've been holding in for a few years now because when I watched B- B- Brad Underwood go to Oklahoma State, like me, me and my friends were just like, that's our guy. Like, not only is he a Kansas State alum, like he coached under – under there, and he actually wanted the job after Frank Martin got unceremoniously he, he resigned, but it was it was basically an unceremonious firing. Mm-hmm. I mean, his hand was forced. Underwood wanted the job, and Curry never took him seriously. And then we see what he goes. He takes Stephen F. Austin to back-to-back NCAA tournament appearances, and now he's got Illinois. I know they just lost to Mizzou, but Illinois was number That's six in the country. It is a good Mizzou team. Hey, Mizzou, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm, that was the other game that I wanted to bring up at the end of this was like Mizzou played their fucking asses off against Mizzou. Illinois. Should, it was a great game. If they're, I think the poll just got announced today, but they should be ranked because they yeah. weren't. Yes. going into that game, uh, I believe they are. I believe they did after beating them. I think they jumped up to like sixteen or something. Yeah, I was gonna say it should yes, be high. That's, team. A, that's a good team. If you can beat Illinois. And, like, they had him on the ropes at the end of that game. Like, mm-hmm. being able to pull that off, that's a good Illinois team. Yeah. Huh, so, good. Kansas, Missouri, but, you know, it wasn't that long ago when Kim Anderson, those scorched earth years, that was only, like, four or five years ago. It wasn't yeah, that, that long was, ago yeah. that yeah. Mizzou was that bad. And yet, Kansas State's almost as bad as they were back then. Might be worse. Like, yeah, they got the win they over. They might not win a Big 12 game. They might not, they, no. And it starts good, tonight at 8 o'clock. Like, tonight being Tuesday, you'll probably see this on Thursday. But, um, yeah, it's Tuesday night. Tonight is at 8 o'clock is the opener against Iowa State. I'm like, good luck. This not a, is, not this a great is Iowa State team, but they, they'll beat Kansas State. They will beat Kansas State Kansas. unless Kansas State absolutely shows massive improvement. Yeah. They're 2-5 and five right now, and they are well on their way to maybe winning only two games. Yeah. I, I turned on the, their first win, and... I turned it off like five minutes later because it's just not basketball I want to watch. No, the, okay, the, win, the, the wins are against Milwaukee and UMKC. Yeah. And they beat UMKC by four. Yeah. UMKC, kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, the, sorry, it was UMKC. The last stat that I will throw out. The last stat that I will throw out, and then I'll finish this, is Fort Hayes State coming into Manhattan doing that. Fort Hayes State was the first team to, that was a D2 team to go on the road and beat a major conference D1 team on the road in 20 years. Almost like to the day, December eighteenth, two thousand, Texas Tech lost to a D two team. Is that bad? Is it good? It's not good. <laughs> you should. We, we should be impressed, and I'm not throwing things around right now. Like Bruce Weber, I'm the one that's just poking man. the bear. Just get like your pain is not funny. Oh no, this is this is entertaining. Like this, I like yeah. this is this is uh, like legit. And if there's any Kansas State fans that still think that Bruce Weber is, oh man. Man, now get the get, get pull your fucking head out of your ass. Right. And Bruce no, Weber, I, go get the fuck yeah. out of Manhattan, Kansas. Leave my little apple alone. Uh, all right, I'm done. Sorry. All right, no problem. I mean, it was that was a brand that was much needed. Yeah. Uh, just to change it a little bit, maybe some a little I bit more. Not now. even cheery news and all that stuff. Smoke. But uh, going back to football, Henry Ruggs was just placed on the reserve COVID list. Hmm. That's a game we picked. That is a game we picked. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, but it was I it was Oakland San Diego. Yes, yeah. I said Oakland San Diego <laughs> I, I t- intentionally. By the way, I took Raiders. I did choose the Chargers. Yes, that's yeah. that, I just wanted to bring that up before we cool. before we left um, because it was. A but I believe Josh game. Jacobs yeah. will be back. Yes, Josh Jacobs so, will be to back. Get back to to consult. It it's hard yeah. going through these. <laughs> I lived through the Todd Licklider years at Iowa. It was actually my college years. I wasn't obviously at Iowa, but like 
during the peak of when I was into sports mm-hmm. or am into sports. And those years sucked. Yeah. The three worst years in Iowa history were, were under Todd Lofighter. But the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, we I know. Got, we got My program's never again, had bad years. I, and again, if, if these kids. Ever. 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 If they can get a better coach Ever. in with this with this freshman group, I mean, this is a freshman group that could yeah. do special things. Yeah, that's, right. like, that's why I said, like, if you guys get rid of Bruce Weber, like, that is a that is a coveted thing. Like, Nigel Pack, is, yeah. Nigel Pack has, like, Big 12 Player of the Year potential. I mean, hell, if you like, get rid of him mid-year, I'd like to see what the assistant does with him. You know, like yeah. Like I mean, we have our assistant interim, is uh, you know? it's 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 Chris Lowry, who he was he was a Weber. He followed Weber up at uh, Southern Illinois after when Weber took the Illinois job, and right. ultimately got fired. I mean, he's a he's a good recruiter and he's a solid coach. And frankly, he probably I would be better just, than Bruce Weber. Yeah. Just having Weber not there, like sometimes players, it's such a weight lifted off your shoulders that this coach that clearly doesn't know what the hell he's doing is gone. That you play. Up to your potential. Yeah, and and, and again, like I'm, I'm excited. Like, yeah, I'm excited about these young players. But if he's given another season, like mm-hmm. I expect some of these guys. We've got Dejuan Gordon, who's a who's a junior or a sophomore, who he was our four star. We plucked out of Chicago last year, and he's been playing. Like it just it, it, the effort's not out there, and yeah. it's one of those things. Like that's like the lead guy who I could see Weber being like, yeah, he probably needs to go. You don't fit what we're trying to do here. Ty, just just walk in front of the camera. Ty, just do just it, man. We don't we don't even care. Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> Ty's got a tinkle right at the end of the show. So, uh, actually, a perfect place to end it. Um, <clears throat> thank we'll you. Give for, me a, yes, no. Thank, thank you for, for letting that. me get my 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 rant out. I know you were you were looking forward to that. And I was. That was. Uh, no, we talked extensively. We talked extensively in the group chat about like everything that Illinois did wrong, and I think you guys have a or Illinois, uh, Kansas State did wrong. And you could benefit by the coach that you should have hired having a fantastic year in Illinois. And I don't know, like they're kind of on the same plane. Yeah. But you want, you'd, you'd think that the guy that's from Kansas, went to Kansas State, mm-hmm. would want to come back and revive the program. Well, and you also, you look at, just one more th- knock on Weber, is you look at how the, the struggles he had at Illinois. Bill Self did well there before him. And how how do you struggle when you've got the Chicago market right there? Right. Like, how can you not right. just tap into that market? Peak. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, handed, you had guys like Derek Rose. You had guys like Anthony Davis coming out of Chicago. Yeah. And you couldn't Smart win Parker, with those guys. You have, yeah. You could win a lot of games with those guys. And honestly, like, as far as coaching, reminds me of the uh, Loxy situation with Maryland, mm-hmm. where he was the interim coach, put in charge, and everybody's like, Hire this guy. Yeah. The players love him. They would have gotten Dwayne Haskins mm-hmm. at Maryland if they just kept Loxie. Instead, they hired a dude who was an assistant coach at Michigan, mm. I want to say, wasn't it? Chris? Yeah. Uh, can't even remember his name offhand. Fails horribly. Loxie goes and makes a bigger name for himself working under Nick Saban. Yep. And a few years later, you end up hiring him in a- anyway, but it cost you years three to four years of futility mm-hmm. to make the decision that you should have made initially. And right. Kansas State and that's, probably and I, going to be in a similar situation. And I understand Underwood. it was before Gene Taylor took over the job, and there was kind of the – it was an interim status after Curry had left to take the mm-hmm. Tennessee job, and which, I mean, again, I, I bash on John Curry. And does, what happened to him at Tennessee, I full well believe that he had that coming to him. Because he's, he's just he, – he's proved that he's just – he's exactly. a shit person. Yeah. And so – and he's he's basically he's, he's one of those one that's like you're you're a shark in in or what is it? you're a, you're a wolf in sheep cl- in sheep clothing or something right. like that whatever that is and that's yeah. that's what he was like he took advantage of Kansas State and 
you, it was a, it was a weird situation when Underwood was available, and we probably should have gotten rid of Weber, and that worked to Weber's favor. Hmm. And again, Kansas State, it's, it's loyal, man. They're like you look how how long we stuck with, I say stuck. Look how long we got to have Bill Snyder, and so even in the years when the last couple years when maybe he should have stepped away, mm-hmm. but uh, this is yeah, this is the time when Gene Taylor needs to finally be willing to pull that trigger because this is about to be a historically terrible, One terrible I'd, season. I definitely would trust, like, given his track record at both North Dakota State and Kansas State, I trust Gene. I do. Too, oh, no, no, no. I have a, I have a lot of the faith right in him. choice there. Like, may not be Brad Underwood, but. Mm. Again, if there's it, 50 coaches him, out there that would be better than Bruce Weber at no, Kansas State. 50? There's probably 150 okay. coaches. 50, okay, <laughs> let me, let me, let me, ref, let me rephrase that. Coaches 50 out coaches like out there who it would be a step up to Kansas State from where they're currently at there's, who would do a better job than Bruce Weber. There's like 2,500 high school coaches that could probably have <laughs> coached Bruce yeah. Weber at this point. I'm just – I don't know. I'm, I'm not – been high on the guy at all. I hated we, it we from day one. Yeah. I hated it from day one. You look at how he went out at Illinois, and you're like, okay, what the hell are we doing? You're taking that was, a redemption project? That was legitimately John Curry being like, okay, Frank Martin was a little bit controversial. There was, you know, when there was supposedly he slapped the players in, and people thought that he was kind of a hot-button coach and blah, blah, blah. Let's go get the safest, most white vanilla. bread guy, vanilla guy that we can in Bruce Weber. And that's what he did. That's the thing that's so overblown in basketball. And like, how many very, very successful college basketball coaches aren't like hotheads? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Mm. Izzo, yeah. is famous hothead. Mm. Like, yeah. Even Coach K mm. go off the rails sometimes. Like, yeah, that was so overblown. I think with Frank, with Frank Martin, it was mm. such a dumb. Well, and no, I, I mean, and I know I mentioned before, but literally the thing that sent him over was when John Curry said that Jamar Samuels, who is a senior, one of our best players, wasn't allowed to play in our first-round tournament game because somebody at a Dillon's in Manhattan had found a money order for $200 that he'd gotten from his AAU coach, who was like an uncle to him Damn. during the holiday. Or, oh, no, it was right. during spring break. Yeah. When he, and he's like, because he, the dorms weren't open for him to go get food. It was literally for food. $200, somebody turned that into the athletic department, and that's where – and the NCAA even said, no, well, no, we're not going to look into that. And John Curry still went up and told Frank Martin, yeah, we're still going to hold out Jamar from this game. Just That's too big a risk. We can't – you know. And that's Frank Martin's like, this is the last game I'm coaching at Kansas State. I am out of here. Yeah. And we lost – I remember we lost to Syracuse that day, and we actually played competitively. And where do we get beat? In the paint, where Jamar Samuels was a star. Mm-hmm. So, so, Yeah. Fuck you, John Curry. <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce Weber. Long story short. Well, long story long. But yeah. You know. it's like... <laughs> <laughs> right. Long story. <laughs> we'll have more and more of these rants as the year goes on, I think. Oh, we'll uh, see. I mean, again, yeah. 8 I mean, o'clock tonight. We're we'll some, see. We're some pretty ranty people, so there's going to be something. So if you look forward to this part of our show, you're going to get gonna a say, lot he more gets, of it. He gets Iowa football, but he oh. also has the Cowboys. I get Chiefs football. I'm sorry, you get Iowa basketball. And football, I'll say they're ranked. No, it's, and but also yeah, the Cowboys. I get six, the Chiefs. I also get Kansas. I'm just gonna sit here and just no. Ty, Ty we love you. <laughs> Ty, we love you. Know, you. You can rant all you want. Just Ty, not, we just get not today. We're Ty, ready. we get the season finale of Mandalorian later this week. I love that. Can we do a Mandalorian show? <laughs> show me the baby. Yeah, show we can do that baby. Show. We should do a short Mandalorian. We could. We show. could definitely do that. Now that I'm on Gracie, board. Yeah. Gracie, we're, we brainchild. 
Yeah. Uh, I, the child? I know, I know we're a little late to Show the, me the child. I mean, we can do a recap of the season episode, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, yeah. Love you. The Mandalorian show needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we'll have a recap of all the conference title games and the big uh, NFL and college basketball and some games. Some college basketball games, yeah. Uh, next week. So. Yay! 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 Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. COVID-19 continues to spread across the country, but we can all do our part to beat it by getting vaccinated. When you get the vaccine, you're not just protecting yourself. You're also protecting your family and friends. So when the time comes, be ready to tell everyone. Count me in to get vaccinated. If you have questions about the vaccine or you're ready to sign up, just visit vacunateoy.org for more information. That's vacunateoy.org. This message is brought to you by LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens.